the industry perspective is a space for those in the industry mm. to speak freely about their experiences without fear of retaliation or a negative review. Mm. The views and opinions shared here are solely that of the individual and do not reflect the establishments in which they work. With that said, yeah. if you feel offended by these jokes, fuck it. We weren't expecting to get tipped by you anyway. Right. His name of the podcast. Fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you, Jeffrey. <laughs> I am going to use that as the title, so let's go. Oh, ahead. yeah. <laughs> Sir. Just to God, throw it to my it. We don't know why. <laughs> oh, we know why. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. That is, that is a shot of Colgate. Oh. Like, this guy's over here drinking scope. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one I'd rather have had Malort. Yeah. That makes... So much more sense now with your quote. I was just, I, it's been so long since I had it. I didn't realize how minty it it's was. very minty. Now I fucking get it. Yeah. yeah like, I, I think I need a goodie bag of taste and yeah. floss and a new yeah. here You feel like you were playing with blocks in the lobby. I mean, like, oh, just oh, like, oh, like, oh, a little oh, swirly thing. I miss that. You, well, blocks because they would never buy Legos. No. Come on. Oh, no. Legos are too. Yeah. They'd always also, buy the big brands. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> do that. Kids brought to you by hard now. It used to be like, a like hundred piece set is like thirty bucks now. That's like, wild. Wow. But then it, you are also able to make a three D version of the Mona Lisa now with like old pieces and sets yeah, that they have. Yeah, those hundred piece ones they can contain like a piece of antimatter. They can warp all the Legos. Seriously, to man. They're about to make one that has like a little piece of vibranium that you can sit and it floats or some and shit like that. Just go. Oh, I mean, like, come on now. Lego cars. Come oh, up. Like, like they actually have like F1 Ford cars. Oh my god. I, I thought Bionicles I don't know were cool as shit. Yeah. Door open. Oh my god, my brother, like my little brother. I can just see the door open. I don't care. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I, the little, the little, my little brother. Sorry. He got into stop motion film with all his vinyls. He has. Like two hundred, so he would do. I I want I want him to. I wish he would still do it. They were really fucking good. Well, you mm. cannot find my anymore. I mean, at least well, making the stop motion stuff. If you do, they'll though. be expensive. Yeah, yeah. eBay yeah. will be selling it. Yeah. Of course, oh, that's fucking of course. wild. Of course, it's my green <laughs> That shit is so dope. Speaking of dope, welcome to another episode of the podcast <laughs> that shows you behind the scenes of your favorite bar and restaurants, and we like to call that. The industry perspective. Yes. <laughs> Just say, what's up, motherfuckers? Mm. Oh, what's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah, what's up, motherfuckers for me? <laughs> um, introduce myself. You, know, you might right, as well. What's now. up, motherfuckers for me? <laughs> All right, what's up, motherfuckers? My name is Ryan Tracy. Uh, I'm with Barco Jim. I run the market for Los Angeles. Is the in the yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and I'll take. Yeah. Yes, yes, Ooh. yeah, 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 land plane. Oh, man. I'm missing a propeller. You know what? You know what? You know what? I have to apologize. Your mic was off. Oh. We don't have to start Surprise, over. Surprise, motherfucker. We, we've done this before on accident. So, so you fucked so, up before? Oh, yeah. Every shift, bro. That's what Every I do, shift. baby. Every shift. At least I caught it five minutes in and fixed it. <laughs> the thing is, is I could still hear you. 
So one of these microphones was still picking you up, and so I forgot. Because well, I'm loud as shit. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Fix it in post. Fix it in post. You <laughs> just up the levels on that. We all good to go, bro. Exactly. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> that 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 was what was throwing me off. I was like, man, he's still showing up. It's quietly <laughs> like, loud. Fuck. Why is but this once he, off, once he's he was, still there. Yeah. <laughs> but once he was talking about himself, I'm like, that don't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. Welcome. Uh, yeah, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Some things don't change. <laughs> they never will. Oh, uh, if you shenan once, you're gonna shenan again, baby. Oh, and that's what happens in here. Okay. I will always shenan again. Shenanigans will be had. In they this will bitch. be had. They will be had. As they should Absolutely. be. Life ain't fun without shenanigans. I no. eat them. I eat them. Oh yeah, man. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, that's too big and black to move right in front of your face. I'm fuck. sorry. Slapping like, me in the face with the, the big dick mic. <laughs> I realized what I did when I saw the look in his eyes. It's like, just uh-oh. like, yeah, you didn't have to grab it at the base and flip, but you could have readjusted it from here. <laughs> just the tip, man. The, just you, the tip. You fucking, you base, you base slap it. It's like, hey, just oh, God. Hey, man. We got to call Ron Jeremy for fucking, actions like that, man. Come on. My fucking pages went up. <laughs> I don't think it should be fuck you, Jeffrey, no, anymore. No, no. no. That, phrase, that phrase is officially struck from this dialogue, all right? It's getting a little too real for me. <laughs> Shit. God damn. All right. So that's how we're starting. Um, <laughs> with a bang. Yeah. Not literally. Yeah, call not with a bang. With Harsh. a slap across the cheeks. Man. <laughs> Okay, so we are we uh, we have been told to uh, cut down on the rambling. That's what uh, that's what P told me. No, he's not here. So it's like Dad's not home. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had he had other things he had to do. Dad's away. The suppliers Dad. will play. Yeah, he had other things he had to do. He had to go to see a movie. He had to go spend actual time with his relationship. Date night. Yeah, I know. How dare he take the time to actually work on his relationship the How right way? How dare he be a good man? Wednesday exactly. evenings are for the boys. Yeah. Come on, man. But no, um, as, as we've always said, it's our dream, um, specifically mine, like my vision for always been that it doesn't matter who's on the show, myself included. I, I want this to be a thing where everyone feels like they have a voice included. And as we grow, we'll have to get more comfortable with your favorite member might not be on the show that week, but... Someone else's favorite member might be. And you might learn some shit. It's like going to a bar and your favorite bartender's not there. Oh, you I do not leave. want to drink? You just leave? <laughs> I'll, I'll you don't honest. just leave. No. We need you to stay. I, I, I get disappointed for a hot second, but yeah. depending on the establishment, I'm like, I know all you guys can make a good motherfucking drink. And I'm like, it's yeah. just a new opportunity to make another favorite bartender. Exactly. So I can work up to like making the crew my favorite crew. So like it becomes a favorite bar. And then I keep repping the shit out of them and letting people know, go here if you want something good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. I, I personally, I, I don't, necessarily care who's there but that's because i don't really go to places repeatedly Mm. um i I work right now thursday through sunday yeah so i'm working on those busiest nights and Mm -hmm. i'm tired so if i want to go out i want to go out to someplace i haven't been oh interesting that makes sense actually because I usually go for like creature comfort. Like mm. if I'm gonna go out and it's like my day off. Because like especially with me, I go to like 
so many bars and restaurants all day long. And like some of them, I actually plan my day. Like with you guys downtown, I usually plan because I love Gabriel. I love you. Shushu Baby's a beautiful bar. You guys make great drinks. Absolutely. Love the Mezcal flight. It's like a great place to end my day. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get in there. You guys are going to treat me well. We're going to have fun together. Right. But like when I'm off, it's like, okay, I'm going to go to my neighborhood bar where I feel comfortable. Absolutely. So within walking distance, I can bring my dog. Yeah, like it just, important. It, it's like the cheers vibe. Everybody knows your name. I walk in, they're like, Ryan. Yeah, I like and that. I, like, I go home being happy. I like, I like the that. cheers vibe. That is that is a given, too. I, I will say the, the local bar, the neighborhood bar, is a must. I, there's one down the street for me that doesn't play music at all. It's a huge nerd bar. Ooh, it's man. fantastic. They have a wall, a library of board games. Is this and Guild other Hall? Ga- it is Guildhall. Guild exactly. For that reason, they play full on gaming tournaments on TV. Oh, shit. A lot yeah, of conversation. Yeah. The last time I was there, you know how some, at some bars, you don't have shot girls. Hi, I'm here with fucking whoever. And here's for you. Here, please have our shit tequila. Yeah. yeah. And I do. Yeah. <laughs> and I do yeah. every time. You got to pay homage to A way for, you know, the, the Yo, shift changes in there. T- cocaine and titties have something in common. Man, they get you. They do. They fucking yeah. get you. A, they will make you do some things that you're like, I should not have done that. Fucking oh, hell. I shouldn't have bought that. That was not good. I have to tell my wife. Yo, but for real, on that point, um, I'm glad we went that day because when I went in, I was like, there's no music. I'm like, Light ambiance will be nice. It's really bright in there too, but people are gaming. Light it's a whole ambience. different. No, I would like some more ambiance. Like with some like ambience. some the just are very, they're very bright in there. I was thinking just, yeah, light ambiance, and I was thinking white ambiance, and I was like, oh, you just needed <laughs> to feel safe. I needed to feel safe. That group feels that group makes me feel safe because oh, no, nobody's running up in there causing problems. No. It's just not that bar. No. But anyway, on the rep part. Um, most of the time, people go out, do samplings, tasting stuff like here, buy our gin. It's here today, mm-hmm. you know, but they walked around a Dungeons and Dragons rep came Ooh. in and were passing around the, the set of dice that go with the game. And they're all custom. I have a pair of black ones that fade to clear and I have gold numbers on them. They're dope. I want to learn to play just because I have the set now. Yeah, I don't even have the game. So Jeffrey, that I can teach you at the end of the night because I'm a dungeon master. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah, that so that tracks. Hall is where I hosted my first <laughs> D&D session. Yo. And that's where I also had my first shot of Malort. Ooh. And then proceeded to vomit on the patio. Of course Malort you did. Is disgusting. That's what right. I heard. Yeah. I haven't had yeah. it yet. Because when you roll, if you're doing the D&D stuff there, Max is great, by the way. I love Max. Shout out to Max. Hell yeah. Max. Hell yeah. Great bar manager. Let him know so he can watch. Yeah. <laughs> and they also make surprisingly good drinks. There really too. good. Fuck yeah. yeah you, you wouldn't think like when you walk in there and you're like looking at it, it's like yeah. it's going to be good Food's drink. decent but, too. But it's, Food's, it's really good. Those, those Brussels though. sprouts. Problem. But it's nerds. Of course they're going to make it right. Hell yeah. Yeah, because we are take very the t- attentive to detail. All my tattoos are nerd tattoos, so. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm about That's a 50-50. 50-50? Yeah, but mine aren't nerd nerd. Mine are just comic book nerd. I'm not oh, a my, full my nerd. Fallout, yeah. the Iron Giant, Supernatural, Fallout. Oh, yeah. um, and I just got Elden Ring on my calf two weeks ago. Jesus. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'm a full-on I, I couldn't nerd get dude. into that game. The first guy who ran up on a horse and I shot an arrow oh, at him and this, guy? Oh, I was yeah, like, this game is not You don't fuck with him in the beginning. You went away from <laughs> No one told me that. <laughs> That's great. I walked out. He was the first motherfucker I saw. 
I was like, yo, can we have a combo? Can you let me know the lay of the land? And he was like, <laughs> his sword no. in your fucking face, exactly. man. Exactly. Yeah. So then I shot an arrow at him, and it went that Wrong way, move. and he went this way, and I was dead. <laughs> so I, I put it back in the fucking envelope and sent it back to Gamefly. <laughs> <laughs> this game's not for me. That's hilarious. It's not for me, well, I'll say about Gamefly. <laughs> that's a throwback, too. Gamefly is a throwback. Damn, <laughs> man. Yo, it's like blockbuster game, games. Gamefly is the shit. I'll tell you why. Even though I don't please have sponsor us, Gamefly. I would love like it if they would. Yeah, meet us at Guildhall. Lawyer, loyal, fucking subscriber for over ten years, easily. That's great. I got Gamefly when it first came out because that's how fly he is. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a bell for that. <laughs> Wait, there's a bell? Oh, no, yeah. there's always a bell. Wait, there's a, what's the bell for? Make I mean, a joke. Made like a that. good joke. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a bell. I get validation for my dad jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Most people tell me to get the fuck out of the bar. No, 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 no. Not no, this no. bar. You will always have a seat at this bar Shit. with some terrible yeah. jokes. The highlight of, of last week's episode. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the highlight I put out for last week's episode was me doing a cheesy joke. Yeah, come on, man. Well, as long as you weren't Swiss and there weren't any holes in it. Oh, man. Burr, burr, burr. Click. Silent bell. <laughs> <laughs> like, he acknowledged there was a lot of thought in yeah, it, but it was, he's not going to give me the... Yeah. the he retracts his previous I, statement of yeah. there's always a bell. I can't give you full validation, but I can at least acknowledge that I know where you parked. Man. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I just missed the 6 p.m. window, so I got to pay 25 yeah. instead of $6 for yeah. parking. Oh, still man, gotta pay. So good. still got to pay. You still got to pay. But yeah, that's how, that sounds pretty dope as a, a, a theme for a restaurant. Fantastic. That sounds fucking amazing. Oh, it, it's wonderful. Yeah. Because um, what I was talking about the D&D thing, too, is I have mm. so many custom sets. And if you're the dungeon master running a game in there, and also, if you're playing D&D, you get to roll a D20. If you roll a nat 20, you can have any spirit from the bar for free. What if you roll a natty ice? Can oh, Just man. get the fuck out. <laughs> you should, because natty ice is from where I grew up. And no, 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 no. Yeah. That, that, that was like our like expensive beer at the college bar. Oh, Jesus. Jesus it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Jesus was not there. Jesus would have saved us. But if you roll it now, Jesus on. walked on water, not Natty Ice. He sank. Well, it's basically the same shit. Yo, he, he sank in Natty Ice, man. I'm sorry. He was like, oh, God, these hops, they're, they're so spoiled. <laughs> he was playing around like T2000 and Terminator 2 and that shit. Uh, so if you get a Nat 1, um, you can either get a shot of Malort for free or you get why? shit. Just because they know. Th- no, they I mean, do- why would you choose that? Because some people don't know what it is. And I was like, you know what? I've heard of it and I've never actually had it before. And I'm a person who's like, I can't bitch about something unless I've tried it. Mm. And so I tried it and then threw up on the patio. See, here's <laughs> the thing. I'm normally that person. But I've heard too many of those stories. I've never had it. I don't want it. I think basis of experience and stories is allows you, you can bitch about it if you haven't had it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I try not to bitch about it. I just wait for someone else to, and I say, yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck I'm, 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 I'm with him on that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm just, that's like signing up voluntarily to drink like Epicac or something. Like, I heard you puke a lot. Or like, this. shoot Everclear. No. <laughs> My buddy uses that to clean his bong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's quality. Wow. <laughs> Quality disinfectant. I yeah. mean, honestly, I've even I've worked for places that put it, cut it with half and half water, and they use it to polish glassware. 
Like that's wow. literally their recipe to do it because it why is it like still that. legal to sell for human consumption? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. So many fires started by. So many fires were put out. <laughs> by cut uh, everything. So, so many, so many lights were just just gone. It's gone too soon. Snatch that shit out of it. So, so many college <laughs> memories have disappeared after their third shot of Everclear. College exactly. memory? That is that is an oxymoron, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I remember leaving that shit. Like There's I know I left something here. I definitely woke up in my bed one time with a stop sign. <laughs> like not just uh, the sign, the pole and all. Oh shit. And I called my buddy, I'm like, James. Why the fuck is there a stop sign in my bed? He's like, buddy, do I have a story for you? Shout out to James. Shout out, Shout to, out James. to James, <laughs> man. Shout out to James on that one. For keeping that my story. ass home safe. Yep. And Yo. I walked through the quad with this like stop sign just smashing garbage cans because I thought I was Ooh. in fallout. Man, Jesus. that's great. I've never been that guy. I have a thing for uh, stop signs. <laughs> Not stop signs, uh, traffic cones. In the best thing I'm the traffic cone guy. I've literally been on a Harley... And we were, uh, it was actually in San Diego. Um, we, we were uh, oh, getting onto the freeway. There. And as we were, oh. turning, <laughs> what? I still have to pay my ticket. Don't say that on there. Retraction. <laughs> he, he never got a ticket. Retraction is pretty statement, please. It's a lie. They don't even give out tickets <laughs> in San Diego. Anyway. But yeah, we were getting ready to get on the freeway and there were some cones. And as we were turning, I literally just grabbed one and put it on my lap and we on the freeway with it. <laughs> and when we got to where we were going, because I was in the back of the pack, uh, my boys were like, dude, how the one, where'd you even get it? <laughs> <laughs> I was known to do that. But they were like, where'd you even get it? And I was like, right outside the restaurant we were just at. Yo, you rode for like five miles? I'm like, yeah. I just wanted this cone. And then I didn't so take it see home. See the cone and don't hit me. See, yeah. I think my thing with parties, and obviously, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, my... My people that know about the podcast, I would go if we were at a house party, I would take something that's clearly meant to be in a spot and move it somewhere else in their yes. house. Oh, hell yeah. And yes. put it somewhere it doesn't need to be. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. All the time. Yeah. 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 I put like yeah. your, your garbage can. I will put it like your closet or I like I'll put your shoes like in the freezer or some something weird. Yeah. I, I did I that at IU a, a bunch. A boot in a fridge once. Uh, oh, absolutely. I've yeah. never done that. I've, I've, oh, oh, I have. It was right next to the mustard. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen mustard. You just got to throw that out. <laughs> just got to throw it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> no that's, one's going to wait that's for math. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't want to ever do any damage because I knew, like, you're going to get that karma back. Yeah. But, like, I didn't leave it where they couldn't find it. It's right. just, like... They just look in this place. Like, right like in the fuck is this here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. nothing that's gonna like make or break somebody. Right, but it's definitely gonna make them be like, "What? Yeah, like, yeah." yeah. I Did I that. do this? I enjoy that. I enjoy doing that <laughs> same thing, yeah. just confusing someone. Like, I right. like things to be in a certain place for me. So if I can't find it, I wonder, did I move it? <laughs> and if I've had other people over, I'm like. Oh notes. man, I love messing you know, with people I like that. that. I like it's, it's like a weird game of Tetris. Every time I wake up after like smoking a lot, and I walk around the house, I'm like, wait, that wasn't there. That wasn't there. And I'm like, did did High Ryan move all this? Shit? <laughs> this was I'm, a different I'm person who's been going through this. Shit right now. Yeah. If I'm I see something like that, I just look at him like, you idiot, <laughs> get the fuck over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, 
I think for me, the traffic cone thing was I, I like to just put it in a random spot. Hilarious. Did you see all these traffic cones? Yeah, like in the middle of PCH. Yeah. That's a great place for a traffic cone. Because <laughs> all it does is cause questions and no. anger. No. I, mean, I, I enjoy that. I don't know about questions and anger. You know LA drivers. That causes yeah. accidents and questions. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Questions and anger. See, I think if anything, Yo, I would I take them so that I could use them for parking somewhere else. Nah. Like, um, nah. No, because I'm the guy who either literally <laughs> runs over the cone because I know it's a fucking parking spot, or I get out, chuck it across the street, and then I park again. Because I know what they're doing, because I used to do the same thing, just no one had the balls to do what I did. Yeah. So I'd be like... I like that idea, and I fully support that. I would just leave it in random places. So I was with one of my homies... JJ, shout out to JJ. A lot of shout outs today. But uh, I want to shout out yeah. the homies, man. Yeah. Um, we were in his car and he was driving. And there was this one point. I remember looking over to my right. because Driver's side passenger. Um, and the side next to me had no cars. Always a car next to you. Right, always. And then I look up front <laughs> and there's just this traffic cone right in the center by itself. And so everyone just went around it because no one's going to get out of their car and move it for everyone else. Oh, yeah, fuck no. Yeah, I'm not getting out of my car. I'm not going to inconvenience myself. But they were all upset that that cone was there. Because <laughs> none of them were going to stop and move it. Hey, yo, I literally was like, in my mind, it was golf clap. I was just golf. Well, I, I literally. about that for five seconds, did not wait to make the decision and said, boom. Yes. Traffic cone. Yes. Fuck this city. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I, I I just got a weird enjoyment out of it. I'm not gonna. Right, so to, in in memory of uh, Pete, even though he's not here, motherfucker, um, should we get to more alcohol related conversations? So hey. I was I was gonna I was gonna segue it over and say that while I do How love do you causing booze in that traffic I was about cone, to, man. I was about to. Okay, so I, I had it. I will see where the segue goes. Okay, so even though I'm the type of person that likes to just take a random traffic cone where it's supposed to be next to all its traffic cone buddies. And leave it in a weird place. I am also the bartender that if you move anything in my section, I have a complete and utter fucking hatred for the next 30 seconds. If I go to reach for something and it is not where I plan for it to be, I'm like, who the fuck moved my stirring spoon or my muddler or who put the lime where the simple syrup is supposed to be? And it wasn't in the coconut. Yeah. You mm-hmm. always put the lime in the coconut. That's why and I left you it. Shake it all up. Exactly. Man. There it is. Exactly. Someone gets it. Yes. Someone gets it. I speak white very fluent. <laughs> you know what, buddy? Oh, Gene Willikers. Fernando. Holy shit. I'm I'm also fluent in white. Shout out Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shout out anything in the Bible belt. Oh man. <laughs> Tornado Alley, baby. Yay! Let's get it. Medina, Ohio. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> that Waffle House is wild there. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, aren't all Waffle Houses? I heard they went on strike recently. Like, or one what? of them did. I don't know. I, oh, I saw a stitch. They rob and mug that. every poor customer that they, like, throw a chair at. Like, <laughs> well, the chairs are thrown at them. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that throws a chair at them. So, like, yeah. people come at them, and when they put them down, they're yeah. like, okay, let's check, let's check. See, so... <sighs> okay. They gotta pay for their egregiousness. I do gotta say one thing about that particular... Oh, dear Jesus. it's old as fuck. I gotta get this off my chest. <laughs> I shed a single tear. I saw that 
the person the chair was thrown at was white because I was like, oh, there's a white woman working at a Waffle House this time of day, and she was skinny. You don't see that. No. Oh, Lord. you don't see that. No. Yo, if I, I the fact that she was there meant that she was about it. You don't throw a chair at her. Yeah, nah. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it wasn't a folding chair. Come on, you already knew you were done. Oh no, that was a part of work you release you program or something. She has to stack those chairs every night before she fucking leaves, man. Like, oh, she she, she the- practices like you practice the shop. She like goes mm-hmm. home to the middle school track field. She brings her stack of lawn chairs from Walmart, yeah. and she just does the three point turn and boom, chucks oh, it. She's man. practicing, man. Yes, She's practicing that world record for dome crushing with a chair. <laughs> I do got it. No, never. Mind. Anyway, go check something, but. So it's back on, like, work. yeah, people messing with my shit yeah. when I was a bartender. Yeah, like, if I was, like, doing a quick little event at a one-in-one place where, like, I'm just pouring shots and, like, rum and cokes, like, I don't give a fuck. We're all, like, sharing the wells, basically. We're running around to every, whoever, like, raises their hand at us. But, like, when I, like, worked at my old bars where we were, like, craft cocktails, like, especially one of them where we had, like, six mo- different types of mojitos on the menu, which, Oof. fuck them for that. Wow. Oh, my God. The, the, the fucking dishwashing that we had to do, hated it. Like, if someone moved my shit or, like, took my tin, because I would also bring my favorite tin for, like, the reg- regulars or, like, someone I actually liked, like, really busted up. If someone grabbed or moved my tin, it was it was all hell broke loose in that bar. I'm like, where's my shit? Yeah. They're like, it's in the autoclore. A, that's gilded around it, so it shouldn't be in the fucking autoclore. B, why'd you touch my shit? <laughs> More importantly. More importantly. Why did you touch yeah. my shit? Now, if you want a shot with me, I'm going to rat on you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. You just walked into the <laughs> shot, buddy. <laughs> Have you ever had your own set of tins? Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Oh, man, I, 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 I just want to say this real quick. Can y'all let us know in the comments on that one? Because I'm not big on the whole comment thing, but I know it's something that we need to get into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I want it, I want it to be more constructive stuff. Like I want to know how many people that are in this industry actually go through with buying their old tools buying their own tins oh, and yeah. things like that well of course because you buy and one kit and it lasts you like five years man so you that was going to be my my next thing that i kind of want to know from those please let us know I'm extremely curious about this. Um, how many times have you bought your own tools once <coughs> same once yeah because you go in once you buy the right tools mm-hmm. like barkeeper shout out barkeeper silver lake on yes. hoover street yes yeah Good things. Um, they have like the best tinware that you can use. It's not like your basic little like shitty Boston shakers. It's not your basic like you have to have a Boston glass and shakers. Have Boston shakers. Don't Boston. Oh, shakers. Don't, don't, love, don't love those. Fucking Boston fucking shakers. Bostonians. Oh my god, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck you up in Bean Town, don't you know? Um, uh, and like Barkeeper has really really good tins. They're mm-hmm. very solid. They're a good thickness around each of the rims too. Everybody no loves comment. thickness. Mm-hmm. I love a thick rim. Yeah, mm-hmm. double thick rim job. <laughs> Everyone loves that. Better when you put one rim inside You're all the other rim. Up my ex, anyways. <laughs> but you buy a really good set. Yeah. And that shit will last you for like five years. Like you, you go in and you spend like if you get good shaker tins, they're gonna be like thirty bucks for the small and the tall. You get like a good Hawthorne strainer, a good fine strainer, a good swizzle stick. Like you get a stirring spoon that's also a swizzle stick in, in case you want to be that bougie hipster bartender who does like the three swizzle cocktails that exist. Right. Like, well, I mean, as you yeah. did that, you can, you can do, do that, that with a normal spoon too, yeah. but like the swizzle is like, mm, like twizzling <laughs> your goddamn mustache that you put way too much beeswax in. I'm okay with the mustache, <laughs> not the swizzling. 
Not the swizzle? Nah. Not the swizzling of the mustache or the swizzle stick? Swizzle stick. Well, because you can always get those one or two people, and, like, sometimes if you want to be, like, fancy and you want to earn extra tips, you, like, run it down, and it does the little spiral down right. the swizzle. Yeah. Like, but, but the thing is, is why do that to everyone around you? Because, yeah, that's your thing, but who's to say that person won't tell five other people? That come back tomorrow and the day after when you're not working, and nobody else does that swizzly motherfucking shit that you do. Well, that's well, you, know, you can do this, and I get more regulars and more tips. I was, I was gonna but say the same thing. What I'm saying thing. is, I just I can't stand those bartenders. That's all. Okay, no, that's that's, that's, that's a that's a fair stance. Yeah. I will say, I work with um, several like amazingly talented bartenders mm. who all have a very real signature move mm. if you will mine is like clamping it down and tossing it which i learned from wes shout out wes appreciate you brother good at alcohol he is a, a whiz with this he's super fast very accurate and he showed me a bunch of things to help me handle and be more efficient behind the bar now mm. i'm not robbing his whole catalog but that has made me stand out at the bars that i've worked at and events that i'm at because i have crafted how it can be very effective, mm-hmm. and it's the only flair I do. Yeah, it's just, that's it. Yeah, that's it. No things like that. If I'm in a rush, all those things, I slow down and I get to have a little bit more fun with it. That's also that works double for me because I'm exploring live how it all flows. So mm-hmm. like I, I mean, get it, that it's worth actually doing the procedure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I can do it a hundred times at home. Yeah, but that's that's. You know, that's in not a spot. You're, home, you're yeah. like slow. Yeah. Like you're not under the pressure of like a customer ordering a drink. Correct. Yeah. And, and so implementing those things all the time. Also, just like bare bones, like super straightforward, you know, tight grip. You know where stuff's at. I like that flow of bartending as well. So but the ones that I will say I do have peeves with some of that flair and some of the things that people do that no one else on the team does. And it's like it's. It's the overt, we, it's the extra shaking. Like, I want it to look nice and controlled. Right. But, like, when you are, like, when you're about to hit yeah, someone in the face, crazy. I need you to bring that in. Bring that into elbow yeah, there's, distance. like, a nice median where, like, because, like, I know you're shaking a tin well when it sounds like a choo-choo train. Like, yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. There's a rhythm. But you're not going, like, going fucking street fighter on something. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need to do that. Right. Like, I've seen the small tin fly out of someone's shaker tin because they've been going too hard. And then, like, I've been hit with the liquid. And I just look over at him like, you fucking rookie bitch. This is not this is not Nickelodeon in the 90s. I don't want to get signed. Right. And I know <laughs> By the way, it wasn't enough. That don't Your right. specs were off. That don't Your specs right. were very off, sir. It's bitter as fuck. Just I like, like me. My thing to vodka. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I wanted to say though, like, it's not that I have a problem with those things done. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it from a standpoint of if you are the one who does that, we need to bring back, or just in my opinion, we need to bring back that. Hey, don't ask everybody for. This. Just say you can only get this here because maybe they can only get that here. Doesn't mean they can't get it anywhere else in the world, but if you're referring to a specific cocktail or like just like a, a practice, a, a, like a, a cocktail, a practice, anything. Yes. If it's something that you're known for, the thing that you're doing to separate yourself from everybody else in your field and to regulars, I'm not saying don't be unique. Please be unique, whether it's your hair or anything. 
-hmm. just whatever it is that you're providing that you know other people aren't providing, let that guest know that. So they're not pumping up their minds to say, I can get this anywhere. Every bartender does it. Right. Not everyone does flair. Not everyone does swizzling. Not everyone does fucking whatever the fuck it is. You know, Mm -hmm. people send me these videos where it's, oh, this one bartender standing on top of a bar top making 30 or 40 cocktails at once. They're all different cocktails and pouring them all at the same time. Yeah, like those fuckers who put all the teas together and pour them down. That's a good trick once a week, but... But if people love it, people are going to come in and be like, oh, can you all do this? Like this one bartender did it. So say that. Just say that. If you're going to put that out there in the ether, say it. I would always call it, because especially the craft cocktail bars I worked in, we had like the dealer's choice where like they would ask you to make something like on the fly. They'd pick their spirit, pick what they wanted for like sweetness, citrus, flavor, and then when I would make it and they'd love it, it was like, oh my God. I was like, this is just the Ryan special. So they would know when they came in, it's like, hey, is Ryan working today? Yep. So, because like, I always looked after my own crew because my crew also taught me most of what I know. And I'm mm-hmm. like, if I'm not working that day, I'm not going to fuck you guys over. Mm-hmm. Because it means yeah. you're going to be pissed. You're going to have to make them something they don't like. They're not going to tip you. Yeah. I want to make sure you get all your money for the day because you also made me what I am. Right. So, right. I agree with that. And second to that, too, that almost got me in trouble uh, at a place. Because oh, it's gotten me in trouble so many. I times. mean, like that—that that was that was one thing. I this gentleman came in, and I'll be the first to tell you, I didn't think he had it like he did, and that was on me. And this this man was very <laughs> well taken care of financially. He was ordering some outlandish shit, with outlandish being the most expensive tequila we had, and he wanted it in a tar- in a cocktail instead of just like yeah, mm-hmm. and they, you know what I mean. Ordered a 1942 margarita, and I'm like, why? Uh, yeah, same, same. I, I just and yeah. and not to stop your story yeah. because this is going to be very short. Mm-hmm. I got very frustrated with someone at this past Sunday. Um, yeah, it was the day before a holiday, so obviously we're going to be a little bit busier, mm-hmm. which isn't always the case, as we all know. But for us that day, we were extremely busy for a Sunday night. And those expensive bottles are so unwieldy too, right. and they're always on the top shelf. So always on top shelf. And, and the thing is, the thing is, he walked up and he said. Let me get this one vodka soda, just something benign, he something you like don't think about. Yeah, benign. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he he literally just said, "Just give me this regular ass bullshit and this regular <laughs> ass bullshit." And he said, "What can you do with 1942?" And I literally looked at him. I said, "I could pour it." I'm not exaggerating. I just I just said I could pour it. And That's like, well, hilarious. I want a cocktail. I was like, why? He's like, well, I just want a cocktail with him. Like, well, it's a tequila, so whatever I mean, you want with like the tequila, anyways. But right, but <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, whatever you want that is agave based, I can do that. We're just doing it at a higher fucking rate. Yeah. So tell me what you like your tequila to be in. I will do that for you. He's like, no, I want you to think of something. I was like, I'm sorry, but I can't think of something that to me. We've would cost sixty dollars. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I can't think of what would cost you sixty dollars for a cocktail. And that's just it. It goes up exponentially when you, when you, when you factor in the cost of like the actual things, the supporting cast of it, plus the yeah. spirit and the time. Like, it, I, I, forty two is a decent one. Okay, it's decent, but it's also yeah. just an image. It's, it's what's 
Like it's that's marketing. not. It's, it's marketing. marketing. It's a cool image. bottle. It's, it's, it's all the things. But like for a bar, that sucks. You can't put a speed for a bartender for that. That sucks. That's a genius like bottle. You, find yeah. a jigger you haven't been using all night because right. it's a Friday or a Saturday, mm-hmm. and you're just speed pouring because you're fucking competent, so you know what your speed pours right. are. Mm-hmm. And then they're asking for that, and you're like, oh no, I gotta like top it off. And you gotta hold it at like the base, and it's like all the way to fuck oh, out here, like a it two gets, four lumber piece. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, got you want to throw some flair, like here, I'll put it on my shoulder and make mm-hmm. it look like it's the same shit. I used to punish people like that if they're like, no, you made something up. I would find the most expensive ass tequila in the bar yeah. that I knew was like hundred and fifty dollars a pour. And I would make them a margarita with that. And I'd be like, you asked me to make whatever I wanted to. Oh, yeah. man. And that's the thing. Uh, By the I way, like, and even if I got like a 10% tip, I knew that I fucked that guy over. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? You will not make that same decision again in the bar. So you will save every other bartender that you go to. See, yeah. you're doing you the Lord's work date. there. Yeah. You're, doing the, you're doing the Lord's work. On I that. am doing the Lord's Because that's, work. that's yeah. seriously. My, I, that's the last piece of white folk shit I picked up. Yes. Hi, officer. Yeah, he's back. I will, He's fucking back. I will say though, I'm just saying, speaking of white folk shit, I'm just happy that on uh, episode 63, finally got a white person to say jigger. Yay! Hey! hey! It's with a J. I promise it's with a J. Ain't it always? Hey, and it's still a hard R though. Hey. So it's just information with that story. Jigger with a J. Oh man, it's like, oh. That's All what right, they say well, in New York, NYPD, right? <laughs> and actually, I would be madder if he said Jigga. Anyway. Jigga what? So this... No, this, no, no, no. Those, those are the South Central cocktails. That's ooh, ooh. Love that. Ooh. Ooh. And that's the only one I get. <laughs> hit, hit the bell. Hit the bell. That's your, that's your one. I'm sorry. Yay! That's your one. I'm, I'm with the snaps. I'm sorry. I, know, I was trying to get a little reflex like, kicked in. I was like, yo, I'm just going with the snaps on that one. In summation, though, with this gentleman, he asked the same thing. He came in. He was like... Tequila, something sweet. Um, would you like a refill? I would love a refill. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't want to interrupt his story. Oh, no sorry. I, uh, and, which he did. He's like, what'd you want? <laughs> um, <laughs> he said, 1942, um, for, something not too sweet. For context, it always throws me off when someone does. I have to ask, well, what did you have? Even though I'm the one who poured it. I'm like, say, I'm with this guest right now. I'm right. sorry. I, can't, I, I forgot you at that moment. And I was always guest. Always be tending, baby. A, B, T. Always be tending. All right. Um, so anyway, this gentleman came in. You, super nice guy. But I will say I was prejudiced as hell. He had face tattoos and all this shit. He was just not what I expected classic, at all. Classic. Like, just, and he was very fucking nice like extremely nice all right so that was on me but he was like yeah you know just make something up so i made this cocktail up on the fly with uh 1942 passion mango passion fruit uh like puree syrup some uh uh, just like the tiniest like a quarter ounce of aperol to cut through the sweetness and a little bit of mint and it and then i actually floated um (laughs) <laughs> Cabernet on top, believe it or not, it had it had just all the elements. It was strong as hell, and it you had. Made it strong. I, I served it. On, yeah, right, I made it very strong. You made it strong. I put it on make a. Make it strong. I threw it on Can a. You pour, pour my, make it make strong. A, make make whiskey need very strong. Whiskey very strong. But okay. I'm sorry, guys. That was before we went live. Context. That is fucking hilarious. I put I put it on a king cube, like a large rock. 
And no, Zard Cube. Zard Cube? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> nice. Nice. Cheers. So, but I noticed that during while he was sipping, and it, as it was going, the Merlot, or the start of the uh, Cabernet started to sink into the cocktail. And it looked very cool because the, the center ice cube, you know, made it look chunky or something. He's like, this is fucking perfect. What is this? He ordered eight more of those. Mm. And it was, I mean, he was running up. That's two ounces of 42 per cocktail. So, like, all right, shit. I was not expecting this. And he left oh. a fat tip. Oh, yeah. So, I was like, he's like, you got to, what is this? I'm like, I just made it up mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. He's like, you need to you need to get this shit going. He's like, yeah. this needs to be here. So, I ended up calling it a bleeding heart because of the heart, the cube in the middle plus the running down of the wine. So, it looked like it was bleeding. Bravo, Jeff. Perfect. Bravo. Getting back to the mistake, though. Yeah. Yeah. So many. Sorry. That shit yeah, was that's, dope. That's like the that gold buzzer on fucking ADT or some shit. <laughs> really sad I said that. But he, he he recommended it to people and he posted and he had a few hundred thousand followers on Instagram and people came in and asked for it. And people didn't know that I was just doing a one-off. Bartenders that were on on days that I was off would text me and ask me, what the fuck is the recipe? I'm like, I kind of forget. Yeah. But then I sent it to them and they made a bunch. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, can I? Get a cut here. Yeah, it was right, super. Like some menu placement pricing or whatever. Just the fuck like, can we do a weekly? Yeah, what uh, I do like, I get a cut of when I place yeah. something on menu. So right, like, come on, like, yeah. give me that case. So cut. I, I will say though, that's one of the reasons why I don't. It's not that I, <laughs> no. I don't gatekeep my recipes, mm-hmm. but that's one of the reasons why I say got to get it from me because I'm not contributing to any business, not the bar manager, mm-hmm. get extra. For so, mm-hmm. No, I agree. Unless that business makes me feel comfortable and I'm not being you. Mm-hmm. Um, right, because you yeah. can help make a menu and they just treat it like you didn't do shit or you can help make a menu or make a whole menu. Mm-hmm. They say, this person, our, our bartender, our server, our whatever is the person who made this menu. Okay, yes, the business can make money off of it. I won't get cut, but letting me know that you appreciated me and you let everyone you didn't just come up with this the way that some people think that this happens. Right. You've never been in an industry. You don't realize a lot of those menus were made by the bartenders there. Yeah. And then those ideas are just offered up. That's an intellectual property right there. Yeah. yeah. Another thing to is our earlier joke, which we'll still keep under wraps, that bar I worked at, mm-hmm. I redesigned the menu twice for like Ooh. two seasons. Ooh. And they were fucking fire. All I had to do was like, conform to their weird mojito shit for like three of them but I was like nah you can't have six mojitos all these bartenders no 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 you know the, you know what the barbacks yeah. are going through having to wash all this fucking shit no 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 it's like I got nothing from it and then they it's... robbed us on a $20,000 party oof and like the guy came up and like was like hey here's your tip this is going straight to the service like is this gonna go to you and I just went looked at him and went man I don't fucking know Guess how much I got for that night? Five dollars, hundred dollars for the whole Same night thing. for the whole Same party. Thing. And I was Same one thing. of two bartenders. Same thing. And he tipped twenty percent on twenty grand. Do that math, gentlemen. I can quickly, very quickly. Pissed. I can. Your ass got robbed. Oh, I got robbed hard. Shit. 
Jesus. And then all my shifts got cut because it started raining and they didn't invest in a good retractable roof because they wanted their bros to put it in for a cheaper price. Mm Mm-hmm. And their fucking balcony was destroyed, so I got three of my shifts cut. Yeah, so that wow. was a nice hundred dollars yeah. for one week at yeah. twenty thousand. And that's that's <laughs> one of those things that never gets talked about. Which I'm happy we do this because we are giving an opportunity for that kind of story to come out. Because yeah. we've all either been a part of it or know someone who has, where there are thousands of dollars given to it as a tip for someone who can afford it. Not saying that everyone is supposed to be tipping twenty percent, no matter what. Right, you whatever them. So where you said, like, as much as I love you, like, if these cocktails are expensive as shit, like, sorry, man, you're not gonna get my money. Right, I get it. I gotta pay my bus fare back home. Yeah, Yeah. I absolutely get it. I don't need every person to tip me because that's one of the number one things we get as a response from people who aren't in it. Don't like some of the. Okay, you're not entitled to. You understand? We're not entitled to. Also remember that that business that patroning, they're getting a lot of opportunities where money is being put into their pocket, but the people who work for them are getting, getting the nothing. very bottom oh, of the barrel or nothing at all. And that's one of those it's situations where that 20% might've went in and yeah, they can say, oh, well, because of this that crew, but said the crew was already diminished because of that yeah. were put into play. And then where's that man, money go? It goes into someone's pocket other than the oh, person who took care of the manager's it. pockets. Oh, like exactly. I would walk up on them all the time. Like one of the managers would come down, pull a bottle of Henny VSOP, mm-hmm. walk back up and they have a, literally a fucking feast upstairs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then I went and like, there was a big music producer that came into the bar and they fucking loved how I bartended. They loved all my craft cocktails. They loved the space and they booked with me. They're like, we're going to spend 50 grand to bring X, Y, and Z in. And they're mm. like, and you are dope as fuck. You're the reason why, why we want to be here. Let me buy you a shot. And they bought me a shot of Macallan M. Oof. Bought me a shot. And like, my whole thing is like, if you buy me a shot of Jack, I got apple juice underneath that looks like Jack that I'm going <laughs> to do so I don't get fired. But like, they bought Macallan M, literally bought it. Yeah. So there's literally $750 on the board between one, two, and me. And they're like, we want, because you're so fucking dope as shit. And I take the shot with them. They call me up to the office, fire me that day. Yep. Damn, son. Yeah. And, I, and I walked down and I was like, gentlemen, so because of your patronage and how nice you were and how wonderful you are, they just fired me. And they're like, oh, fuck this place. And they dined and dashed with me. Nice. nice. No, I'm sorry. I, like I ain't mad that. at that. I don't condone like it, that. but. Good old L.A. Is that um, a gunshot? Nah. Probably. People let off Dumpster? fire. Nah, people let off fireworks that had too much resonance for a firework. People let off Anyways, fireworks. back to the podcast, yeah. even though we're yeah. living in a dingy, disgusting city right yeah. now. Yeah, we're in the 12th. No, I, I, I literally had one night where I was walking home, and uh, someone has <laughs> set off, like, fireworks. And me oh, and, yeah, me and that person almost fucking got into, a, as they say, fisticuffs. <laughs> a little a biscuit brawling or a rubber morale or a whatever they call it a, a kerfuffle a kerfuffle Ooh. Ooh. can't go any better than that I Sorry. think kerfuffle deserves a dig <laughs> yeah. always does yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. only get in those with people like yeah. that got nothing to lose yeah. for whatever reason and they about yeah. to lose all the rest of that they have um, if they I fuck mean, with us they're, yeah. they're definitely yeah. taking something from me cause <laughs> Jesus Kerfuffle? No, I can I can scrap, but not kerfuffle. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't bring my suspenders. You good? 
Like you, you, you make boing sound when you walk. <laughs> All right, back to alcohol. All right. Yeah. What were we talking about? On so that one? That we were talking about. Don't remember. I do. Yeah. I, you got. You got to go for that. Like you say, fuck that place. They dine and dash together. I don't condone yeah, that. Yeah. I don't if, condone that either. But it was I a will. really great fuck you mm-hmm. to a bar who was just looking to get rid of me because I was unionizing the bartenders, being like, "Why are we being, yeah. getting paid twelve dollars an hour?" Yeah. And mm. the servers are poaching oh, our that tips. Bar. Hundred percent. That bar. That bar. That bar. Yeah, it is that bar. I guess that my my stance has always been, even before I worked at bars, that allowed me to take a shot with a patron. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, if everyone who comes through here expects me cool enough back and want to come back, especially if they may never come back and they're Oh, they're visiting from wherever. Hey, you've been the most fun bartender I've had here. The best thing I can do is not only tip you, but give you a shot because you have the rest of your shift to get. Yes. That business can't trust me with that. How the fuck did you hire me? And it was literally the only one I had all night. Right. Yeah. Right. But when you also know that the people above you, people above them are doing the same thing, firing you. Right, they're that drinking bottles all night. Exactly. All night. Exactly. I tried to cut off like three patrons because they were belligerent, but they were part of the community. Mm. And I told them, I was like, no, I'm not serving them anymore. And they're like, no, he asked for it. Serve him right now. I'm like, no. Oh, no. no. And you're lucky you didn't her, sue. And I was like, I took all of my serve safe and my tips and everything else. I do not want to go to jail for serving this guy. And then he gets into a drunk driving accident and kills somebody because exactly. it doesn't come back to you. It comes back to me because exactly. I'm the last person that gave him yeah. alcohol. Yeah. That is dram shop laws, bitch. Yeah. I was like, I hope the cameras see this right now. And I'm saying, I don't want to fucking serve him mm-hmm. because he's being a belligerent asshole, mm-hmm. but fine. If you want me to serve him, fine. I'll serve him more. And yeah, he got into a fight with our bouncer. Wow. Nice. Yep. And I, I still that. got fired from this place. Wow. Like, I will never work in Glendale. Ever I, I, again. I love those places. <laughs> I will, I I will places. say to that note, too, like, please understand that, like, that we're not making it weaker or not, not making it stronger or when we notice something about you is because we see what you can't. Like, our, my first priority as a bartender absolutely immediately following being consistent with my cocktails and what i do is to keep you safe you can die from this shit or someone else or can result in death and it's not okay it's like like yeah granted like there's insurance there's things blah blah blah. there's the fact of the matter is alcohol has led to loss of life Mm -hmm. so many times and for celebrations and all the best things best time you could be possibly having your best day can be ruined by the worst fucking day mm-hmm. ever so when we say you've had enough it's not because we're trying to kill your buzz you've got plenty more buzz left in you because we exactly. fed it you to can you. go home yeah. and go ahead keep the party going yeah. Man, you gotta get I'm the hell out of here you're yeah. not driving everything else you are not a risk risk to anyone around you yeah yeah 100% and thank you for saying that because yeah. it's one of those things that we might not always cover but it is absolutely a part of what we do with every single yeah. fucking shift. I'm looking it's, at these gentlemen right here. I'm sorry to cut you off. But I'm looking at these two gentlemen right here who are masters of their craft. And 
We care about what we do. This isn't a gig. It is what we do. And it, it is at the end of the day, yes, we like making money like anyone else. But it is the reason we continue to show up is because we love it. And a part of loving it is being completely balanced and making sure that you get the fuck home safe. Yeah. A great story to go along with this. When I was working at one of my bars, there was this girl who came in and got shit faced. And there was all these guys like trying, trying around her. And I was and I was shooing them off the entire time being like, hey, she's incredibly drunk. Stop it. Like get away from her. No X, Y, and Z. And like, I was talking with her the whole night. She was like, absolutely out of it. And I'm like, I walk her out of the bar and like, cause she ordered her Uber, made sure she got in her Uber. And I'm like, Hey, yeah. And she's like talking to me and like doughy eyed at me. And she starts making out with me, but I'm like, and, and I had to think in my mind, do I let her do this? So she likes it and gets into the car and get home safe? Or do I tell her no and she runs down the street and God knows what the fuck happens to her? And like, so I let it happen and then I tell her and like, she's being like, oh, you're just doing this because I'm drunk. I'm like, no, I'm doing it because you're beautiful. And I had to like put on the show so she would get happily into the Uber, even though I knew she wasn't going to remember this in the morning. But I made sure no other men hit on her and that she got in the Uber and got home safe. And I looked at the Uber and I was like, hey, I ordered this. I know who you are. (laughs) Hey, yes. And she got home safe. I got a text from her the next day and she said she had got home to her apartment safe. She didn't know who I was, but she saw the text that said, text me when you get home. Shout out. I think we should get a chivalry, chivalry ding. Chivalry. There it is. All right. Um, but isn't isn't, isn't the a chivalry ding when you go home with a good man? I mean, she didn't was go very chivalrous. No, that wouldn't have been good if I went home with her. Not, at that not, time. not in that instance. Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, those, no. I mean, those he, women who manage their alcohol or men who manage their alcohol the right way, yeah. they go home with a gentleman. They got a chivalry ding. I mean, they they, they got a chivalry ding. If that I night. open up the door for you, you got a chivalry ding. Hey, yo. <laughs> You well, about yeah, to give this chivalry like thing. That's our entire job. Like, yeah. yeah, we like money. We like making drinks. But like, we got to make sure you guys are safe. Right. Like at the end of the day, if you're like a really good bartender, your focus is making sure your patrons are having a good time, but not so much that they're a danger to others. And exactly. also taking care of your patrons that maybe came in a little tipsy and you gave them mm-hmm. one and then stopped them. Especially but- your regulars. Especially, Especially your regulars. regulars. Oh my. Because you all, you know all the indicators whenever anyone comes into your bar, yeah. whether you be a bartender, server, manager, or whatever, you know all the indicators because it's, it's literally in the job. We have to do these things every X amount of years to show that we know what we're doing. Yep. Right. So you already, baby. Yeah. RBS is something that I, I gotta, just did that last I gotta week. I got to do it tomorrow, bro. <laughs> oh, um, this shit is fucking killing me. I'm like, bro, I already did like three. I I've just heard, kept I've, pressing skip until for I got people, to the quiz. Can you yeah. please explain RBS? So, uh, uh, so to say what RBS, I don't know what the acronym stands for. Resting bitch face. Nope, resting. That's not an F. Resting bitch smile. What? Ooh, hey, that works. Isn't that literally what we do? <laughs> Oh, as bartenders? Yeah, it's literally like you talked so about in one of your last one, episodes, the table face. Yeah. So, the table face. Yep. There was people I just wanted to fucking shank in the throat, but I had to put 
on my RBS. Yeah. Table yeah. face. So you don't get hit in the face with a table. <laughs> I love that. Not shit. House, I felt that. I felt that, man. That's so when good. Someone make, when someone makes a joke that you have heard however many fucking times and they think they're the first one to fucking make it, which is going to result in them getting a cheaper price. Oh, make it strong. Or, oh, you remember me, right? Oh, you know I'm going to take care of you. Like, yeah. Cool, man. What do you want? Yeah, I. What do you want? <laughs> Rest in bitch smile. I like that. Yeah, I, I, that's a well service done. industry thing. And then you I, just I, I put think the you just, receipt down. You and just no made it. Count on it, like, yep. like oh, it wasn't free. Sorry, hey, you got it right. You got it right. <laughs> like, you got or, it. Or right. that one when they're like, you you remember from last time, right? And like, oh, I remember you. But, like blacked out piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, I remember you. By the way, you are well more likely to get a discount when you are flying solo, not when you bring nine of your goddamn friends. Okay. Oh, I have we can't never discount, discount that much. Yeah, Come no, on, no. like it's a buyback. This is like a cocktail buyback. Like you know what? I got you. You've sat here and listened to me yeah. and did a lot of things. You know what? You've been you've been really nice. I got you for this one. Or I'm gonna send you with it, whatever. Yeah. Not yo. Let's get around to 42 and uh, let's do that for the price of on the house. Or, like, or they do that. This house that just friend, burned down. Friends and family. I'm like, I don't know your name. <laughs> We're definitely not family. I'm this, sorry. This Chris, ain't a family it's reunion. Roger. I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're Chris. I thought your name was Cedric. Yeah, <laughs> Cedric. But you are Ooh. not entertaining. <laughs> oh, child. Things are gonna. Yes. Things are so gonna get easier. So many dings. So many dings. You, you got the white dad joking bitch in here tonight. You're going to ding that <laughs> shit like a motherfucker. Hey, gentlemen. Whoa. All right. Let's huh? let's start. What's the best way to double your money? White man. Shit. No, that's the best way to lose your money. Oh. Um, it depends no, on the white look man. Look at it in a mirror. Oh my. God. <laughs> Holy shit. Let's get to this Bar Hill tasting. Yeah. yeah. Let's start this tasting. Oh, shit. Let's I do smile hard in this bitch, man. Oh, this no, is what I need. No, my goddamn cheeks hurt. So uh, this is what I need. The therapy. Alrighty. Oh, now fun. I gotta look into the camera. So what I'm pouring first is Bar Hill Tomcat, which is our barrel rested gin. And now this is made as the same recipe from our flagship gin. All we use in our flagship gin is honey, juniper, and neutral corn. That's all we use because the honey that we use is locally sourced and it's made from a hundred different Vermont wildflowers. Wow. So you can get that botanical feeling of a gin without it punching you in the face like Kamehameha. Gotcha. For anyone who doesn't know that, that Which is, is a, a Dragon Ball that's Z a Japanese yeah, he was gin. not lying. He's a nerd that to the max. That is a Japanese Oh, shit. That's funny. So we're going to start. This gin the- hits you in the mouth like a sensu bean. <gasps> That's what the buzz is all about. Hey. Right. Come pie. Come pie. Oh, tap it, but we don't know why. I love this fucking gin. I will. So I love that gin. I will say. By far the smoothest gin I've, I've had. I, I, Just as far as pure smoothness but also balancing flavor where you can still like hmm it's like palatable 
Like even yeah. for non gin drinkers, I've had so many non gin drinkers. Like, and I kind of like how deceptive this is because when you smell the nose, you're like, oh god, dear Jesus, this is gin. And that's because the only actual botanical we use in the mash is juniper. Right. Mm-hmm. But since the, the honey is made from a hundred different Vermont wildflowers, that adds that subtle botanical piece to it. That's what's nice. But the honey is more strong in it. So since the corn neutral grain has a little bit of sweetness to it, because it's corn, as we all know from Tito's, mm-hmm. that's what makes it a little sweeter, even though it's copper pot still. So it tastes like I'm deep throating a copper pipe. Oof. Never done that before, Oof. but cool. Long <laughs> you know the taste. So that honey comes on through, and it gives you the botanicals that you think of in a gin. Yeah, but it gives you that smooth sweetness because it's also organic honey. It's locally produced honey. It's not that heavily processed shit that we put into Aunt Jemima. There it is. Yeah, and all that other bullshit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So this honey gin. Is beautiful. It gives something that every non-gin drinker and gin drinker can experience. So it can like really bring people into the gin world. Because a lot of people don't like gin. They're like, why am I drinking grass? Mm. Exactly. I will say too, what I I admire most about it is that one with the raw honey and actual solid ingredients, it's it gives you all the gin taste, but not classic gin as most people know it, those sharp edges. The honey smooths those edges out, kind of rounds the edges out a little bit. Exactly. And it makes it a simple one. Like, for instance, I can taste the prominent honey in that. That would be delicious with, like, a single rock and just, like, a lemon peel. And that's that's all you need. And I would never think to drink gin just on the rocks. Neither would I. Yeah, but because, like, how subtle all the botanical notes are in the honey, it like, it can take you through that journey. Like you're saying, like, most gins are, like, Here's your juniper, here's your basil, here's your like lemongrass or whatever it is. But with the Bar Hill, it's like, here's like these hundred different flavors, but they're hitting you at different points and they're hitting you softly. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. It's very full bodied. It's a beautiful gin to drink. It's nice. I guess my question is, is the gin strumming your pain and, uh, it's killing me life. softly with his song. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. It's a total yeah, eclipse of the heart. One yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This, this yourself. Would be, you deserve this that. Would be that was, was well thought. That was a well thought out joke. Yeah, yeah. I, just like, I just like the hard left <laughs> with your songs. <laughs> I had to bring us back, man. I had to bring us back. I was like, how do we segue away <laughs> total eclipse from of all heart? Of this? I'm like, because. One right. of the things, one of the things I was thinking about while you were saying all of that is, man, we haven't had an opportunity for on the show. To you mean with a supplier and a rep, right? We've had a rep on, but oh. we haven't had it done this way. So just to be able to show the expression that we're talking about, yeah, and and give those notes, and these are all things that we within the industry we usually go through on a typically regular basis depending on where you work some Very places regular. though those those decisions are made so far up that you'll never go through a tasting depending on where you work oh yeah that's but so frustrating once you get to a place where it's a smaller crew it's more intimate where you can actually get to know people you have these experiences which you're here because you came in to do a tasting with my gm yeah. i was covering a shift for someone else 
So I wasn't even supposed to be there that day. Just one of those things where at, you know, the industry I do love happens when I roll all the time. A nat 20 and all of my luck comes through. It's very, very great. Yeah. Shout, yeah. shout out D&D. D&D, exactly. shout out 5e. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. I, I will say I love I v, the baby. conversation <coughs> to be had because like you you point out elements of service mm-hmm. and and you you know very wonderfully and creatively tell your story with also like consideration like hey this is what it's like for us I also love Love the passion. Mm-hmm. Keep the dad jokes coming, but you can also tell you can tell who gets involved in this industry for the right reason when you're around mm-hmm. them because of the energy that they exude, and you can tell who is just in it for the cash grab and and the bullshit. Yeah. So yeah. I really appreciate uh, you, and yeah. So uh, anyway, I like to do mini acknowledgments as we go along, just so that. we don't well, lose that. I'll, I'll okay. Roll on after that with you, Jeffrey. There's English. There it is. Because um, in episode five, I think it was with Paris, um, I think, Fernando, you were talking about it. Like, you love this industry for, like, a certain certain reason. Like, bringing it to people. Oh, God, my train of thought. Yeah, and just left the station, baby, and it's not coming back. It's not coming back. <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's such a beautiful thing to say with this. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't need Stand it to clear. be beautiful. The we doors need it to be real. Closing. So I will say this. I will say this. Just to bring us home on this particular topic, um, as, as everyone who actually knows me knows, I am extremely private. Extremely mm-hmm. private. And, uh, you know, like a lot of people, especially for the generation behind us, I know we're in our 30s. I won't be there. I'm 27. Huh? Thought you were in your 30s. Nope. Not because of how you look, but because you got my references. (laughs) (laughs) No one in their 20s. (laughs) No one in in their 20s gets my references the way that you have. Like the time I met you. Well, I'm marrying a 40 year old. So are you kidding me? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Oh, Stock just that. went way, way up, my friend. Oh, I mean, man. Shit, if my ancestors like raped and pillaged half of the world, Ooh. I might as well make the best out of it. Am I right? But you oh. let her peg you, right? I'm not lying on yet. Do it for your ancestors. Keep it over mine. <laughs> At least I actually cook with the, the spices that my ancestors stole from the world. Oh, my God. You stole everything. You stole all the spices. You only used one of them. I love cayenne. You got the spices. <laughs> God, this pe- got the spices this out of it. Pepper is something tangy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that shit was funny. <laughs> that was amazing, and yeah, that was what it was. I was just saying, in, in the sense of this whole thing about bringing it all together, man. I I, I love seeing it because, um, as you've heard, but we're taking this as many places as. Because there are so many different stories told, there are so many areas in which stories can be told. There are people out there who, you know, yeah, they want to hear about bartenders, but they don't want to hear about bartenders. They want to hear about bartenders. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna do that. That's that's Can't what wait we're to do to that pull tour. Together. Yeah, yeah, like we're we're gonna pull all this shit together. And I wanted to shout out the people to uh, not people, people of 
off the menu who are a um, great group of guys from what I've seen. I haven't met them personally yet, but we'll make sure it happens. They, have, they share a very similar idea and vision, although their vision of it is a little different, but that's where we come in. At. And uh, I, I love what they're doing over there, man. Just wanted to shout them out for that in the sense of bringing this industry together. Because, man, if you bartend in Australia, Greece, or fucking Malaysia, Canada, or the U.S., if you go to another place and you go to a bar, you're still looking for the same thing. And even if there's a language barrier, if there's a way to cross a language barrier, it's still in the profession that we share. Because bartending, serving, you know, taking care of guests is it's universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely universal, universal language. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And no ma- it doesn't matter where you go. You could go to Canada, Mexico, Argentina, India. If you order a penicillin, they're going to know what a penicillin is. Well, depending. They should. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. What about you order like a classic, classic cocktail and you go around the world, like something that's always known, mm-hmm. they're going to know. So it's a very universal, like, bondage of travelers, bondage of people and cultures. Like, and even too, like when I was in China, I didn't drink any liquor because that's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. Right. But you sit down and you drink a beer or you drink a cocktail and like you learn about the culture. You learn why maybe they ordered that cocktail. Why did they order this beer? Why are their beers only coming in one liters? And you sit down and you get to learn one liter. about the people. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah the Sing Tao's came in one liters in China. Like you couldn't order anything smaller. Wow. I didn't know I was Chinese yeah, this whole time. It was like a buck 50 American. I fucking love China. China's great. Like you're, you know, I'm six foot. Everybody around you is like five six, and they're all looking oh, at shit, you like people. I'm yeah. not five six, but <laughs> I'm in between y'all. Sure like, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm, I'm middle to, to someone five six. I'm middle management. I'm not tall enough <laughs> to be up there with everybody else, no, but I also understand. No, I'm middle shit. management. I I know what you're going through, but I know I can't punch through that gas glass ceiling because I can't reach it. Word. I gotta stay down here I with still you. Smoke but smoke I though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Go ahead, man. But I mean, the next thing I was going to go into after being like cultural, yeah. I saw a black person in China when I was like working there and I was like, holy shit, someone who's an Asian or white. Oh, yeah. How are you? How are you? And then they started speaking Swedish to me and I'm like, yeah, it's a mind bigger than you think. Damn it. <laughs> Where's another English speaker? I didn't get one of the good ones. Oh, shit. Jesus, they didn't get one of those Alabama folks. <laughs> oh, he didn't mean American oh, black. Got one of those international oh, versions. I think I broke Jeffrey. Oh my god, no, that shit was out of line. <laughs> one of the good ones. I'll be goddamn. Anyway, this fucking guy literally piggybacking on the Sweden aspect. They also sell beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hold on to that. They sell yeah, beers. You laugh your ass oh, off, Renata. You, 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 you stop your ass and laugh. <laughs> Jeffrey's speaking Damn. right I now, sir. I said it, but I still needed to say but it. But I heard you say it, but I heard, I saw him do it. Like, damn, I ain't get a good one. <laughs> oh, no, Ryan, no. I'm See, I'm mad at him for some shit you said. 
I'm like, wait, you don't, you don't say that, so you don't get ideas. I was, we just, I it clandestine. He just said it straight out. It feels like I just showed everyone what white guilt really looks like <laughs> in real time. Jesus, I made so it up like, in my oh, head. Shit, the black man's angry. I'm like, why did you say that? The thing I didn't even him. say. Oh, I always feel white guilt. That's why I always take a ride with my black friends when they're driving. So oh. in case any shit happens, I'm like, Golly gee whiz, officer, can you go down the road? Oh man, we have. <laughs> Sir, D. they're with me. Right. I just pull out and my card just says white on it. <laughs> oh, God. Or that, that episode of Family Guy where he just holds up a color wheel next to your face. Yeah, exactly, that's it. Mm. Like, I understood what my white privilege was at if a young a, age. If it's a Tesla, you can easily switch seats. <laughs> oh, my you don't God. look like Tyrone. Look, officer. Sir, God, Tyrone is a South African name. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I was adopted by literally a, by a black family. Pocket of Africa, you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm from Africa." Say something. Uh, just South Africa. Say something. Say something. Shout out to South Africa. Shout out to yeah, South, Africa, South Africa, which no one ever shoots out. Right now, but you're great. Yeah. Please don't bug me in the middle of the night. Okay. Let's bring, let's bring it back to our landcrafted Vermont. So our landcrafted Vermont. Now we're gonna do the Bar Hill Tomcat Gin, mm-hmm. which is a barrel rested gin, so it does it in the old Tom style, which if any of our listeners do not know, old Tom is a nineteenth century style of gin creation that got created because gin was considered illegal in London at that time. Hmm. Because gin thought you know, London was not productive and everything like that. So the government outlawed gin because it was making all of their citizens drunk and tipsy like they couldn't perform. As it should. Mm. As it should. So when they outlawed it, this man created a new type of gin called Old Tom, which was a sweeter style of gin, but he named it Old Tom because he had a cat that everybody loved named Old Tom. So, whenever London people needed their new gin, air quotes, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) they would look for the shop sign hanging above a door that had the picture of Old Tom the Cat. Brilliant. And that's where Old Tom Gin came from. So, the Tomcat Gin from Bar Hill, which is our barrel rested gin, rested for six to nine months in New American Oak, light char, so you get a nice soft vanilla bourbon to it instead of that super toasty char which some some people might like that's what we named it after well so, done awesome oh by the I, I way i just wanted to say oh go every ahead. every single bodega i've been to in new york has that's had a cat, cat. it's like oh yeah the bodega it's like cat, buddy. it's like old you old tomas and you get your bodega cat oh yeah, man yeah, yeah. you know bacon and cheese salt and pepper ketchup i got you okay. hey, oh salt and pepper ketchup yeah. uh, it's just bacon and cheese hopping on the side oh Okay. This guy knows his way around. Yeah, hey, absolutely. I do. Born and raised in fucking New York. Yeah, fucking forget about it, baby. Oh no. Oh, I no. don't know what just happened. I'm just gonna drink my gin. Who is that? Actually, if you come up to my region of New York, you go to Rochester. Oh. You go to fucking Rochester, and you get a garbage plate at Nick Tahoe's. We're almost like Bostonians. No way. Except, wow. except we want to like mow our lawn while we pack our boxes and like walk our dogs. <laughs> I don't know. Four of the words you just. Yeah, those all sound like Shit, white. I've been so removed from Rochester, I don't know four of the words I say. <laughs> <laughs> 
That shit is mad funny. <gasps> oh, man. Oh, I miss it. Jesus, man. I had a thing, and it was so long ago. <laughs> I had a thing, so too, but gone. I lost on my train of thought. It was so good, but I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. So how, <laughs> how long have you been a rep? Um, Let's actually talk supplier. about some rep things before we close this out. We're not closing it out right now. I'm just saying. Yeah, we're, we're just, getting to it because we've yeah. had so many fun tangents that our viewers will love. Yep, and we're we already have to get to the educational part. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've been on the supplier side for about three years now. Yep. Uh, so I worked with a little mom and pop called Costra Elion. It's a delicious vodka. Shout out Costra Elion. Uh, olive distilled vodka from Greece. It's very fantastic, but Ooh. I just moved on on my own accord. And now I'm working with Bar Hill Gin. And it's fun. Like uh, the supplier side is fun. And to go with this podcast with like bartenders and the industry perspective, since I started in the entire three tier system at the bottom level, like I did bar back, I did bartending, bar lead, bar manager. Then I went to the supplier side with chains. And now here I am getting to see every single level of it. It's very nice to be a supplier and know how you guys work. Because I know how I used to work. Like, when I used to work at my bar and a supplier would come in, we'd walk back and be like, hey, Maylee, there's someone here for you. And they're like, I'm not here because they knew it was a supplier. Yeah. So that's been fun because I know that aspect. So when I come in and they're like, oh, she's in a meeting, I'm like, is she really or can you give me the email that I need? And they're like, she'll be done in like 20 minutes. I'm like, OK. And then I give them a couple free shots. I give them a couple free like apparel samples yeah. and then like I'm like give her the pins yeah and then they come you're, you're letting them know that you're a salesman not a you are salesman mm. correct that's the way that yes. feels to me because I first got into it and see reps come in at, at the place didn't get to do didn't get to know reps were just treated like as Carl salesmen because they're just like oh I'm coming in and I'm just trying to push my product on you but we never get to taste it. We never get to hear about it. We never get to know right. about it. We're uneducated. So then we have this energy in our own minds when a rep comes in. Like, right. just push them off. Just oh, say, man, that's the worst. Like, I don't finally, like that at all. Holy shit, finally. That was my original thought. There he is. That was my original thought. See? So I like being <laughs> in the place that I am, being a supplier, but also a bar manager, a bar lead, everything else. Like, being the rest of the system that I come into a bar... And I can understand the staff. So like if I walk in and it's at a certain time and they say, hey, we're really busy, X, Y, and Z, everything else. I can say, yes, I understand. Just give me the contact info for you because the bartender is going to very appreciate that I asked for his situation and then give me the information for your for your manager. If it's a slow day, but like the manager's in a meeting, I then taste the bartender Because tasting the bartender eventually gets back to the manager. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to taste, especially because me, personally, I don't rep shitty spirits. Right. I'm not going to rep, like, uh, no, I won't say it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I I won't rep those below-grade things that are, like, sold for, like, six cases at six Mm -hmm. bucks a bottle. Like, I'm not going to rep that. Like, I always rep... I wasn't no, saying. Casamigos is way too expensive know, for what I just said. But it definitely shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. 818 should not be giving out five oh, cases no. per one case sold. All I know is whenever Damn. I hear from an 818 
or a Lobos. Oh, fuck A1A, I'll, I'll dude. I'll call them like, out, too. I'm just saying, all I know is I met, I met a rep from one of those. I'll not narrow it down too much. And then when they were doing the tasting for the team that day, said, oh, if you like Cosmigos, you'll like us. Ooh, how well, dare you mention another... Cosmigos at this but, point? Yes, <laughs> but I'm saying, how dare you mention a- another spirit to quantify your spirit? To oh, say, that's oh, weird. if you like them, you'll like us. Oh, yeah, so you why do you exist? Exactly. I don't need you. If you compare yourself, yeah. why the fuck are you selling your spirit? Cool. You need to come in and be like, okay, if you like these flavor profiles and you like these cocktails, yes. you will like what I do. That's why I always yeah. come in with a bee's knees cocktail because we're a honey gin. And we have bee's knees week, September 22nd through October 1st. Mark your fucking calendars. Mark your calendars. We've got about 400 accounts in Southern Los Angeles. Anyways, mm-hmm. hopefully, Shushu Baby. <clears throat> Not the bar manager. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope we do it. But yeah, and these people come in and like, I always taste the bartenders because like, they're going to be making the drinks. Even if it's not the bar lead, I always taste the bartender. By the way, bar- taste the bartender is not as dirty as it sounds. Thank you. Because but I pause be. on the first Love one. The bartender. Please. <laughs> that yes, is please. Oh. <laughs> I support him on he this. He said yes. If you're a 27-year-old Brazilian with a nice booty, please taste the bartender. I don't care what age you is. This deep well, the bar things mature. Pause. <laughs> nah, don't pause. <laughs> I mean, are we doing that pause, phrasing? Pause. Phrasing? If, We're doing some pause else, that's if fine, that's where like, you are in your rotation, where you need to pause at that moment, go ahead. As long as you deep throat the bartender, I'm good. But anyways, after that, <laughs> that's the noise I'll be making if they do it. My chest. My chest. My chest. Pardon my lawsuit. But um, <laughs> taste. Yes, when you taste the bartenders. But we taste the bartender. Which is doing a tasting with the bartender. We have to say that now. We're tasting the bartenders on the liquor product. Yeah. Liquor, I hardly know her. Uh, (laughs) Neither did the bartender. This is going to be the longest episode you've had. No, it's not. Not by far. Not by far. So I taste the bartenders. Yeah. Because I know the bartenders are going to be making my drinks. It doesn't care if you're the bar manager or the GM. You're not the ones making my drinks. Like, yes, I need your approval, and it's nice if you have my approval, but the people actually slanging their tins and slanging their drinks, Mm -hmm. that's going to be what I need. So I need you guys to approve... I, I like. I, I just, don't know what he's thinking. I just know it's just. There's a smile. We'll get to there later. Oh, he's holding yes. it back. I'm sorry. It was, mm-hmm. So I, those are the people. I'm, I'm sitting next to my friend in class right now, and I'm like, like oh man, shit. What is excuse thinking? me? You're passing notes during class. Get rid of that. But I need to know that they like the product because yeah. if they don't like the product, but the GM does, yeah. Then why the fuck am I selling it in? Yes. The GM might like the product, but if the bartenders don't. 
My shit's just going to gather dust on the shelf. It's not helping anybody. Mm -hmm. It's not helping anybody. So I need to make sure that the bartenders tasting my shit know, which I also love me being a bartender, a bar back, a bar lead beforehand. I can like coach them through if they're like new, but if they're like someone like Fernando or Jeffrey, I'm like, hey, this thing is X, Y, and Z. Gave the flavor profiles. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh, one, two, three. Here's a cocktail. Mm -hmm. Bam. Absolutely. Exactly. Bam. Bam. Absolutely. this might need a little sweetness. Mm-hmm. Add this bitter to it. Add this thing. That's and then magic. Boom. I love that. I love that aspect that you have. One, the fact that you have this already previously lived experience, and now that you're a rep, adds a huge amount of tools to your arsenal. Yeah. And any any place that you go into, you're not just giving them product, buy our shit, buy our shit. You're like, I'm going to leave you with something that you can take with you regardless of Something you didn't know beforehand, which is amazing. And I leave like my card, I leave a sample and I'm like, hey, I used to do craft cocktail competitions. Like I I have a full bar at home. Like I'm in like most of the time too, if it's a craft cocktail, craft cocktail bar, just like Fernando, I shoot you, baby. I'm like, you guys know what you're doing. Like, I'm not going to step in on you and give you all my guides and tell you, you should do this. Mm -hmm. You know what you're doing. Just send what you create to me, and then because I own the brand, basically, I will say if it needs a tweak, X, Y, and Z, and you guys know what to tweak. I love being in that area because also so many more bartenders talk to me. If you come in and you're just being like a salesman, like, like, here we go, numbers. The mustache. Yeah, I want to do a little thinner, but I thought that was too white to do that. Oh, yeah. There it is. (laughs) But when I, like, work with people who really know what's going on, that's why I like to scout craft cocktail bars, because we all know what's going on. Like, I trust you guys to make something badass, but I'm here if you need help with my product. Because you might know what to do. But if it's a new product, you might need a little bit of help. So mm-hmm. I'm like the expert on that. But I still trust you guys on that mm-hmm. because I know what they're doing. So, like, I like to trust the people that I work with, and that makes my job easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I'm not going to, like, dive bars and one-on-ones where I'm like, hey, buy my, like, 2150 a bottle gin so you can make it into something. They're Whole just pouring one and ones all night yeah exactly they're just a spot that like pours beers and shots all night like I'm not going there cause like you might know how to make a good cocktail but where you're working you're not gonna make a good cocktail that's why I like going to places that because, make because a good you're not, cocktail you're not challenged there. they're not challenged yeah. at all and like sometimes I can see the people who want to be challenged so I'll give them a sample but I'm like please don't put it here yeah. <laughs> it's it's not going to do well. People mm-hmm. are not going to pay $16 for a gin and tonic not for yet. a honey gin. Right. They want their $8 happy hour gin and tonic with right. beef eater or Bombay or like their PB&J, whatever baby. their like, regular gin is. Right. Yeah, exactly. I will say to that note, uh, I actually had a very short uh, career in cannabis as well. And I, I, I feel you with that experience because I have gone in to meet with the office manager or buying managers of establishments yeah. like dispensaries who have zero interest because they have every other dude saying this is going to get you higher no this is going to get you higher yeah they're just standard yeah. corporate sales right. people they don't really know the industry 100 percent. yeah and then when i go in before anything if just to that note leaving and i hook up the bud tenders 
Oh, the bud yeah, tenders the this week, exactly who the fuck is at. Listen, yeah. like they're not making as much as they could be. They do all of the lead work on educating their their patients. And when you leave them with something that they can take home, even though they get a discount, whatever it is, I walk in with a, I have a pack of like pre-rolls for them just to spread out amongst them. I'm like, please give me your actual raw feedback. Here's my card, and I'm going to be back because your boss is not seeing me today. I usually walk in and just hand him a $10 bill and be like, really sell me what you think is good, not what needs to be sold in the store. I love it. No, I get it. The restaurant is like push the fish because it's going out of date. Hmm? Like, right, I don't want that. I don't want you to push that in a high end restaurant where they're like, oh, <laughs> we charge $100 for this plate, but it's a week old and we need you to push it yeah, today because it's going bad. Yeah, oh, push it's yeah. going it's bad. Turn. But we charge $100. Turn, yeah. 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 I fucking love it. I just, I love the business acumen that you bring to it. It's not just a passion. It's like, I want to, you want to leave it better than you found it. And I, I feel like that's. A huge yeah, component like, that's missing from like parts of our industry. A lot of people are just over I it. That, sad. I love that you say that too, Jeffrey, because like me too, when I grew up, I didn't get my minor in it, but I was a wilderness education guy. Nice. So I grew up in the Adirondack Mountains and I was back. I just love how people. white people get to have hobbies. <laughs> dangerous, <laughs> dangerous <laughs> hobbies. Bro, I don't get to be interested in so many different no, things. Fernando, if you were rich, I knew a rich black man that got to do like yeah, sailing but he was rich, and everything which else. Meant yes. He was middle class white. But he like he's trying to say that he was Ew. like Compton black and I'm like, yeah, no, 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 he no, was middle class white. Exactly. He was Compton black to, with money. You, middle you class white. You sail and hike every day. You were not like middle yeah. you're, you're, you're not That's not natural to us. No, no, no. <laughs> you have Walking different without a purpose for different meals in your house. Yeah. No. You got to get in and mom actually cooked you a dinner. It wasn't like dino Jeez. nuggets and whatever you got from the bodega. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever Shout mom out. had Shout out dino nuggets. you that day. Shout out to dino nuggets. Oh my god. Which is what I had to do a lot of the time too. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck do I have in my fridge to make?" Because yeah. mom and dad were working. Dino nuggets don't care what race you are. No. Oh no, dino nuggets do not care what Absolutely race you are. Absolutely not. It's just like the standard just for poor people. Yeah, <laughs> just eating. Yeah. Shout, shout, shout out, kid, kid cuisine. Yeah, kid cuisine. Kid, kid, kid yeah. Rawr, motherfucker. Wow. All right, two for one Lunchables when they were on sale in Spartan final. Poor doesn't care what race you are. No, it doesn't. And that's one of the things I love about poorness. Yeah. Just, the only just, thing I love about poorness is yeah. the only good thing about poorness is that everyone else who's poor can fucking feel it. Yeah, it yeah. is a great equalizer. Poorness is equality, richness and like overt wealth. That is the divider. It is, mm-hmm. yeah, because like you can meet people and like I've met so many people in Golden Gopher. Shout out to Golden Gopher. Yo, yeah, I fucks with, fuck with the Gopher. Like, I've made so many friends in Golden Gopher. Like I got a man named Jake. Jake, shout out to Jake. Like he wanted to grab a drink with me tonight, but I was busy. But he's like down to grab another drink and he wants to go to the gun range with me and shoot some guns together. Like, Jake always wants to go to the gun range. Yo, yo, Jake, well, but Jake is a black man too. Yeah, so. that's great. Black man, white name? Yeah. Black yeah, man, he, white name, Jake. He wants to shoot a couple people. Yeah, man. Goddamn yeah. right. Like, I'm glad I'm going with him because he's not going to shoot me, but he might shoot the instructor. <laughs> that's totally <laughs> fine. Black that's Jake, totally one of many. Yo, but he's great. And like, I, I love that. Shout out to Black <laughs> Jake. Black Jake, baby! Seriously, man. Shout out to Black Jake. <laughs> Sorry, Black Jake. We just killed Black Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. But please don't kill me because, you know, gun range. 
gun range. Nah, yeah. I won't let them kill you in but front of me. So Holy shit, they fought too hard like to get this. to this point. I'm sorry. And like you are all <laughs> not in front of me. <laughs> not in front of me. You are all on the same like salary range, but you make like a such a connection that you want to like hang out and shit like that because you're all like middle class or poor. So like. Poor, you get a couple benefits, but middle class, you're like, all right, I'm paying 40% of my paycheck to you guys, and like, hopefully I can afford whatever we want to do, but it's it's so nice to see people like that, meet people like that, make new friends, and I like places like that, yeah. Yeah, and we know exactly what you mean by people. Oh, damn it. Oh, God, now I gotta leave. Oh, oh shit, I'm gonna get canceled. Fuck. I just wanted to make sure that that was understood, because... We had no segue, and you just kept going. You powered through it, and I was like, "No, he means four people." Mm. Yeah, because I, I wanted to make sure everyone a, knew at that a comedy stand up, and the yeah. you people was supposed to mean Los Angeles people, but it was like an all black comedy club. So when I said you people, like that's why you got to read your room. Yeah, got to read your room. I didn't. I didn't read the room because it was monochromatic, and <laughs> oh lord, that's the easiest room to read. Yes. And I read it poorly. God damn. Speaking I know of you're poor now because you can't read good. Read poorly. Yeah, read good. <laughs> you can't read good. I will say this, too. It's I didn't say chapter does what? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, sir, I will say, Bar Hill, these absolutely exquisite gins. Yeah. Exquisite gins. Absolutely. I, I like, I, I'm sorry, both of them. In there, I like them both individually very highly because they're both very smooth, very just like you said, palatable, wonderful gins. I believe if you are new to gins, I would highly recommend this because it's something that will introduce you softly, and then you can start with what is good and work your way through perhaps some other things. You mean right, it, will, it has a beautiful so like you, the, you, the nose? You mean it will, will kill them softly with yes. this song? Yes, it will. Mm-hmm. They sing ding, too. Ding, ding, baby. Yeah, sorry, I just want you don't to get a double shot. ding for you don't get a double ding. No, yeah, that's not. No, no, I interrupted. I interrupted, so yeah. I, I wasn't looking for a ding. God damn it, Fernando! <laughs> One ding will do. <laughs> One ding will do. But yes, Barhill Gin, like you'll smell the nose and you will know it's gin. But once you taste it, it is something out of this world, and it'll allow you to appreciate the nose of a gin and be like, okay, I can try other things. They're not going to be better than Bar Hill, but you will yeah. still be able to get to ch- taste them. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I implore everyone to, like, on this, because when I commonly, when I go out, when I finally do step out, you know, being in the industry, I really, like, the last place I want to be sometimes is on just the other side of the wood. So when I do, I do like to go and explore different cocktails and spirits. Like you like to go to different places yeah. and try yeah, different I, things. I love going to different places. hundred yeah. percent. If and I have it, enough energy, I'm just like you, Fernando. But if right. I don't have enough energy, like we said earlier, yeah. it's my neighborhood bar. But it's yeah. tried. It's tried. It's like, you know, all brand new, tried and true. Like those yep. go, those are very cohesive Absolutely. ideas. And when I do, I, what I like to do is kind of a combination of both. So if I'm going to a regular place and I always get the same thing, I like to try something else. That's, same. that's a huge yeah. thing. I want to, I want to take a tour of everything and I want to honestly pick the brains of the, the, the staff where, you know, where I'm at. It's like, Oh, that person's new or doesn't care. Oh, this person really loves it. I have a few more questions and I like that. Um, one thing I will always hope to never be in this industry is an actual expert. Mm -hmm. I want to be a permanent student 
of this because not only are there constantly new and developing, you know, spirits and ideologies and practices, there's also just that you're meeting a brand new person that has digested their information and downloaded their information and now they're giving you their experience. It's yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's also why it's like, a fun learning experience. Yeah. I mean, it's that's like learning about new cultures. Or you're learning about their new experience. Exactly. Exposure. Yeah. Exposure is such a huge thing. That's, yeah. what, exactly. that's what I love about events. That's you what know? I love about events. I've changed up from being brick and mortar to be in, in events. And it's amazing. It's it teaches you how to troubleshoot on the spot. You know, you learn about what you know, guests see at a different level, you know, because you know where hiding spots are, you know, where things work, you know, that's always when you go to that place, it's either going to have what you need or it's not, or then you know where to go get it. But if you don't bring it, it's not there. So like you get to learn on the fly in an entirely new way. And you also get to add points of service. Mm -hmm. So like we all add a very unique, you know, spin to what it is that we do. And I absolutely love about it. So I might work with somebody who, really is on top of their stuff or someone that panics as soon as things start to uh, burn down. You never so, know. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, I want to fucking quit. Like, I don't even yeah. know what weeds yeah. are. I'm, I'm a model. I, I bartend on the side. <laughs> like, okay. Can I have a rum and coke? What's that? Yo, the people I work with in those like side events who are literally just models or actors <laughs> and they're just like, I don't, I don't know how to make a classic cocktail or this and that. It's astounding. Yep. Astounding how many people get into this particular. It's the one job I've seen that allows that. Every other profession, if you get into it, you have to be dedicated to yeah. it. This prof- oh, particular profession, yeah. whether it be the line cook, the chef, the bartender, the server, the bar back, the busser, whoever, no one expects you to do it past today you can quit tomorrow and in our industry no one says oh fuck quit. they were so good at it It'd be like all right well whatever they quit for they got out our our profession is viewed as a way of making money but also prison at the same time and in so many different overlapping perspectives even with supplier side too. Yeah. Like I took over someone for someone who was really great at the bar Hill job. She was amazing. Amy Dunkey, you're wonderful. You did great. Shout out to Like I came in and as much as they missed Amy and they loved her, like I was the replacement for her. So they're like, okay, come in, like, sell bar Hill gin, like do your job. Like they oh, were still gonna come in and mansplain it. No, I don't have my leg. I was going to say the same thing. As long as your knee is up on something, you're good. Oh, man, that's so good. Get out of my head, son. That's great. Whenever a man puts his foot up, he's like, I'm dropping knowledge on you. Let me tell you something. It's like, no, please don't. And you drop your elbows onto your knee? Oh, yeah. You oh, make it comfortable. You do the Tim Tebow, and you're like, yeah. oh, my God, let's go. No, yeah, not, not see, the Tebow. I'm saying <laughs> if the knee is up, up high, and then you drop down on it, it's like, oh, he's explaining something, and he's being cool at the same time. Oh, man. He's coming down to us. Oh, man. But letting us know that he's telling us something we couldn't understand yeah. on our own. I'm putting my, I'm putting my eyes 
My elbows and my testicles all in your pan of view. Yeah, yes. there you go. You, see all, you can you see go. all the all things that are important to go. me. Yeah. I need you to understand all the things that are important to me. My eyes, my testicles, and what was the other one you said? <laughs> my leg. I, think my el- I think my elbows. They also Not that I, I important can, to me. You know, yeah, even, even this even this industry as a supplier side, like mm-hmm. they th- like they love people who they are. It's a little more internal with it, but they still are like hey, sell my product. Do you love the product? Then, like, go sell it very well. And, like, I love my team. They're all great people. Like, I'm going to work with our master distiller, and he's an amazing man. Love that man. But, like, we are, like, at the lower level, still all replaceable. <clears throat> replaceable. There right. we go. Goddamn right we are. Yeah. <laughs> and as, as wonderful as Amy was, like, I'm just mm-hmm. the new Amy. So when I go to like different restaurants and bars and they're like, oh, it's not Amy anymore. I'm like, yes, it's me. And they're like, oh, okay. So X, Y, and Z, what are the case breaks? What are this? X, so they're thinking about their business. Like sometimes people are like, oh, I really miss Amy. And then I have to do more work for them to like me and still order. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they're just like, oh, you're the new guy. And if I like make enough of an impression, they're not going to like cut us off the menu or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. So, so they like Amy, but you were able to help them transition. Exactly. I can, I, I'm not like a, a certain rep for a certain low level wine brand that just, they keep rinsing and repeating their reps or like, Oh, you're your new Gallo rep. Like when you have a rep in a brand that is as good as this, they still want someone who's good. So that's like the slight difference that mm. I had to fill very big shoes and still be good at my job, mm-hmm. but they still refer to me as, oh, you're the Bar Hill Gin person. Mm. Yeah. No, I like no, that. He's not. I like that you said he's person. Ryan. It had nothing to do with your gender. Yeah. It they was eventually, about your like job. Jeffrey just said, they eventually know, oh, this is Ryan. So they end up loving me. Right. And I can bring in my old accounts from my last job, and they're like, oh, we, we're happy to see Ryan. We're going to bring in anything that he's selling, but. There's a lot of other accounts that are like, oh, you're replacing this person. What can, what can you bring do, to the yeah, table what can you do for that me? she yeah. did? Or what can you bring to the table that's uh, different from her? Yeah. So you got to like try harder because it's always improving. And, and I've always hated that in sense of what does the person who was here before me have to do now other than, yes, these are the things that you expected out here. About what you expect post being here. I'm just saying it shouldn't be about what this person provided before. Let me get to know you and find out what type of person you are, what ideologies you have, what are the things that you are passionate about, the things you prioritize, and let me see if maybe it's time for me to change something on. Maybe mm-hmm. it's time for me to bring in something different instead of just being, oh, where's Amy? Yep. Okay, okay. where well, you're bringing stuff in, well, what, 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 what else what are you, are you bringing, bringing to the table? Yeah. yeah what, what are you different? Yeah. About? Yeah. You know what I mean, are you and bringing potato salad or are you yeah. bringing fucking like, baked beans? Are you, are you, yeah. Let me because find out. Like, love me and like, because I'm a very talkative person. I'm a very outspoken person. So they're like, well, what are you bringing to the table? And like, sometimes they're into hip hop. So I like go into me loving Far Side and Wu Tang, mm. and then boom, there's my order. Sometimes they're outdoorsmen, so I talk about, like, I scared off a bear for my girlfriend, and, like, I went backpacking. Boom, they love me. Mm. And then, like, for me personally, as a renaissance man, like, that's nice for my job. 
because they expect something different. Like they know Amy's story and they love Amy for her story, but they're like, oh, she had all this. What are you going to make for me that makes you me interested in you enough to keep either this deal going or buy in your product? It's has so much less to do with the spirit than it actually does the person they are buying you. And they are absolutely yeah, buying you. Yeah. Because yeah. I could be selling Jack Daniels. And if I'm not entertaining enough for that person, they'll just either keep their mandated, like, two case order they have to do. Or if they love me, they'll buy the Jack bottled and bond. They'll buy the single barrel. Gentleman and they'll Jack. do, like, a, the yeah. GJ. Yeah, yeah, GJ. Everybody loves GJ. And, or, and then they'll bring in, like, I don't know, the rye or something else. Like, it all depends on the personality at the end of the day. Fair enough. Yeah, big time. Yeah. How much time do we have left, Fernando? I don't. I. I mean, we could end it at any moment. <laughs> I. I had a segue, then I had another segue, and then we got here. And what's your most here. important segue? Let's go. I can't remember any of them because everything that you were discussing, he was discussing. I was like everything we were talking about. Oh shit! Just we felt we as stole important. Fernando's thunder. Yeah. I mean, we, everything. Everything felt like a natural progression of the conversation and. Therefore, it felt like there was no way to short. Oh, you know? beautiful. That yeah. makes me feel good. Yeah, what's a, what's a recent takeaway that you have each taken from what you do? Like, what's a, like a, a, a segment, a moment, or a moment where you were touched by either a client or like you felt like you made an impact for somebody? Like a I good have one for this immediately cool. because it go happened ahead, as soon as I fucking woke up. Not... As soon as I woke up, but it, uh, it happened very early in my day, day, no, yesterday. Um, I got a text message from a, I can't say that they're a regular because they don't even live in Los Angeles. That's another individual. Um, his name is Ralph who lives in New York. He's in my phone as Ralph NYC. Shout out Ralph NYC. Ralph NYC. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he, he, put, he, he put that in there because he was saying, I don't want you to forget who I am based off the fact that you have to interact with people. I'm not going to forget you. Ralph. That's great. <laughs> you know Ralph I mean? NYC. Yeah. yeah like it's, it's so easy to remember you. Um, but they were saying that they had went into my job and I was there but they heard I would be in a different day this week. It's a day that they're going to be here. Now, mm. the one thing I know about Ralph is that he still lives I see. And when he comes to Los Angeles, like one day, maybe acts and he goes back to NYC. He's also in 60, 70. Does he hit you up every time he comes to LA? No. Really? Not. not. He'll come into my bar sees me sees me if he doesn't he doesn't mm. but i don't work uh weekdays as much anymore so the days he would see me he doesn't see me anymore and it's one of those things where i was having this conversation uh with my g days ago and i was saying to him there are certain people that i do miss even though i'm still working and in some respects i'm working more than i was months yeah but there are still people that i miss because they don't come in on the days I work because they're not here on the day with Ralph. He's not here on week. And if he is, he's not coming to my job. kind of do. But, um, in his text message, one short text, 
came in to your job. I heard you're going to be here on Sunday. So I'll try again then. That was it. And I was just, hey, yeah, I'm not there today. I will be there on Sunday. So if you're able to come in, if you're in town, happy to see you. Cool. I'll see you then. And I was just like, here's this person who lives on the other side of the country, damn near halfway across the country, who when they come into town, it's not that they have to check me off their list, but if they have time just to come in and say, hey, see how I'm doing, they're going to try to do that to the point where they have my number. I don't give my number out to just anybody. Right. This person has a direct line to me, doesn't even use it, but one of the few times they do. I was in town. You know me. I'm not going to be here tomorrow or the day after. We'll be back in a couple of days, and it's on a day that you're here. I'd love to see and I had to, let me confirm immediately. Yes, I am there that day. I will see let you. Let me make sure day. I have that shift. Like, yeah. let me. It's, it's yeah. for me, luckily, where I work right now and where we're, the way we're doing things, I do know what shift I'm working. It is one of my regular shifts. But at the same time, he knew that he needed to make sure it was a shift I was going to work. Yeah. Let me not great. just take it off of word from someone else. Let me text a direct source. Are you here on that day? Because if you are, I'm going to come see you. And in my mind, I'm like, I know I work that particular day later than he would normally be there. Yeah. I'll come in early. Communication is also beautiful with that, too, because you start forming bonds with those people. Exactly. Like the amount of regulars I had when, like, I started working only weekends, when I started only working during the week. And they're like, oh, I usually only come in here during the week because I'm a regular. But I'll come in Thursday, Friday just to see you to get, like, your drinks or just talk with you at the end of the night. And it's... It's nice shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. much so. It's dope, man. Very dope. much so. What about you? What do you mean? Uh, just a genuine takeaway. Genuine takeaway from today? Well, we don't or need to be today. Just, just like From this profession. Yeah. From this profession? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I mean, I love it. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes I miss, like, actually bartending for more stories that I get. But being on the supplier side... It's so fun to like meet talented individuals like yourself. And I and I must meet 20 of them a day and like start forming those relationships, know who's there regularly. And also being a bartender and a craft cocktail bartender myself, being able to shoot the shit with them, being able to craft cocktails with them, being able to actually talk about the business instead of being like, this is a gin that smells like juniper. Boom, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done. And they're like, get the fuck out of my bar. <laughs> like, who the hell are you? Like, you trying to sell me barefoot? Like, yeah. fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. No. Um, so for me, this is like, like you said in one of your episodes, like, I love this industry. I love it so much. That's why I was a barback. Bartender, bar lead. Then I got into chain sales with RNDC. And then I finally got to the supplier sides because, like, I wanted to get back to the bars because I knew what love I was feeling behind the bars. And I wanted to reciprocate that to the bartenders because I also knew, like, reps come in. You don't like a lot of reps. No. They're annoying, number pushing pieces of shit. And I wanted to be that good rep for people that came in, like, let's do a shot of Fernet together. Like, yeah, I have this great product. Let's taste it all together, X, Y, and Z. Let's do this shit. But go ahead and grab that that grab that for net. Oh hey. Yeah. 
Because we got to do a closing shot anyway. We do have to do a closing yeah. shot. Yeah. I'll pour it while you finish your point. So, I love this industry so much because it's also just so me. Like, I'm an actor by trade. I have a theater degree, and I just love people. Oh, man. So many actors on this podcast. Hey, get your glass. It's almost like the entirety of the bartending world, besides like 2% of it, is all people be trying to be actors in L.A. It's almost, it's like, it's it's almost it's like you motherfuckers are out of work right now. Well, I mean, oh, ah, shit. I mean, there is. Hey, there pay your a, actors like you pay your bartenders. Or pay them like you should pay your bartenders. Exactly. They earn you your I'm money. I'm so sick son. of motherfuckers getting entertained by other motherfuckers, but acting like those motherfuckers don't deserve to get compensated for the entertainment. I'm not yes, pumping your gas. Yeah. I'm not pumping your gas. I'm the person helping you get laid because I'm the person you put on while you're trying to get that other person in the fucking mood sometimes. Oh my God. Like, like, like when you had that story about Steve who brought his wife and you knew all about Steve's affairs. Um, we're going to talk about that later. It's put a pin in that, but I am very, very intrigued about that. Did you not listen to episode two? Oh, no, I, he came in raw. <laughs> Raw. He's been raw logging this podcast from day one. Sounds like sounds like Steve is too. But I love this job. Yeah. Uh, then, okay, like hold for laugh, hold for laugh. There it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I love that. I love that. Yes. Very much. But I love this saying. job. I love it so much. I love people because I also like the reason I left my hometown is because I didn't want to be that same farm boy, white boy who knew nothing about the people around him. I knew there were so many bigger things out there. I wanted to learn about all the people around me. And every single story I have mm-hmm. learned from every culture across the world is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Every person is beautiful. And in my job, I get to go to Mediterranean restaurants, Armenian restaurants, Pakistani restaurants. I get to go to so many different places, like true Italian restaurants. I get to go to like American diners where they have craft cocktails. Mm -hmm. And I get to learn about so many stories. Mm -hmm. And like me as a wanderer myself who drove out to LA from New York, wandering and stories are my life. Mm. Like one of my closest friends who's a nomad is Egyptian. And like every time I talk to him, it's like six months later. He's like, hey, bro, I'm still alive. I'm here. My dog yeah. that was in the park with you, we're still alive. Do you want some Egyptian I love that. tea? I love that. I love you, Ryan. I missed you so much. Let's let's get together, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, Jazz, please. Shout out to Jazz. Jazz. Shout Taylor. out, Jazz. Jazz. Order beautiful custom shirts from Crew Neck. That's the only other non-alcohol oh, yeah. plug I'm going to give. Crew neck, C-R-U-N-E-K. Send that to me, please. I'll try to remember to put that there. I make no promises. I have a lot going on. No promises. But I will try my best. Absolutely. My whole life, as soon as I went to college and like got out of my small town, I'm like, people are important. People's Mm -hmm. names are important. People's backgrounds are important. Like whenever whenever someone would tell me their name, especially my old friend, Quadier, like when he told me his name, I was like, what the fuck is your name? And it was like quad eared. I'm like, okay, quad ear. How do you spell that? And he like gave me the spelling. And like, mm. I knew his name right off the bat because someone's name is important. That's what they give to them. That's what their identity is. Like, it's important to them. Mm. So doing this job and learning about all those different aspects, 
learning like maybe someone learned a really fun cocktail in Spain and that's what they're doing their riff on for this bar. I want to try that. I want to know about it. I want to know how my product can be a part of that culture, how it can help develop in that way, how we can all learn together. Mm -hmm. So that's why I love this job that much. That's why I've been in the alcohol industry for as long as I have, because it definitely has its downsides. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. fuck yeah, it does. Those 4 a.m. Uh, like nights where you close out, the substances you might do with the other bartenders to just get through a fucking shift. Shit, you might be doing the other bartenders. They may be the oh, substance man. that you're doing. Shit. No, that's the servers. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not always. We call it that departmental empathy, okay? Yeah. Departmental yeah, empathy. HR yeah. department at a bar. <laughs> Yo, we are we are all that's in this together. Vest, baby. We are all Love in this vest. together, and I will be in you by myself. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, we had a very thin bar at one of the bars that I worked at, and there was a very beautiful woman who was also a talented bartender. Mm. And like when we had those Friday nights, like when we were going like quarter behind, behind, like my ass has never been grabbed so many times in my life. Yo. As, as a male. People too, as like, a male. I can see everybody we in this We have to let sexual harassment happen to us. Oh, fuck people. yeah, we do. Yeah. You just can't. Be like, oh, I have a girlfriend or a wife or a boyfriend, whatever. It's like, if all right, baby, woman, you just fondled my dick in the middle of a yeah. shift. Let it happen. You like, just have to. No just means kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 50 no's and a yes is still a yes. <laughs> thanks, Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's like, point out on this doll where the server has touched you. Yeah, the dick. Right you there. Just, I can't. You just dip it in the, the touching liquid. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, all of it, absolutely of it. everywhere. So I love that, man. Servers have no it, respect. Morally, my girlfriend wouldn't like. It. Yeah, oh, servers man. have no respect. Oh, oh God, they oh, don't. Oh, no, this was another bartender. <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah. There's no, no way the she would get behind the bar and like be squeezing behind like a two foot radius without grabbing my ass and doing a reach around. Like no, 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 no. She <laughs> grabbed with the reach around. That sounds oh, there like was a couple of times that happened. Oh. <laughs> no, from the side, oh, sir. Corner. It was literally Richard. Corner. On your right. Oh, you know what I was going to say? <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Hey, man. I gave you the cue. Yeah. You knew it was coming. I told it's you I was coming. Because, yes, they were hot as fuck most of the time. But it's yeah. also like, you know, I love my wife. So, mm. can you stop? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or can you, you or can you at you least up. call her for me and tell her what you plan on doing? Let's make Maybe this. she'll be in on it. I've been Let's trying make to make talk to her. Maybe we might get an agreement. I'm gonna tell you right now, I got a Puerto Rican wife, so she's gonna say no right off bat. Not all but, Puerto Ricans say no. No, man. Oh mine does. Just, hey, just say oh. come over. It's movie night. Oh hell um, no. She she would she would chop off my dick in one fell swoop. She's Puerto Rican. She will cut you. I will agree to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love I love your position on that shit because all didn't. the things. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. She did not. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but I love like I love what you love about this be, yeah. because one, like from your perspective, it's like you you love the value that you bring to this, and the, there's always a new lesson mm-hmm. all the time. And and from your from your perspective now, having worked so many you know, encompassing pieces of it. It's like, now you're very well-rounded and it's, it's cool. Like it, we play a very dangerous game. Like we do. It's not, it's not for 20%. the faint of heart. 
yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like not only is the energetic output when you're actually on and and in front of people, that's huge. And then the prep, the breakdown, and then your own self to balance. But like what I like is how this this career, this path has checked me hard in mm. several columns. Yeah. Um from like it is from hooking up with people you work with to you really have to know your shit because people come in. They're not just like, oh, my God, what's this? No, like some people come in like I need to have X, Y, Z. Can you tell me what region is this from? What What's in this? I mean, people have allergies and stuff to what you do, too. Yeah. So like being Which, well enough. Way, every alcohol is gluten free once you distill it, unless you're a celiac. So gluten free is a fucking sham yeah. on every single alcohol. Yeah. I just want to say Thank that. You for that. Yeah. Oh, Thank my you. God. Every single alcohol is gluten free after distilling. And. Also, Google uh, Google is free as shit. Okay, but I I would say a major takeaway from this is hey Google, yeah. Um, can you fuck off, please? <laughs> um, I love that I've I, I've I've really had to take a step back because I'm working around some people that are some heavy hitters, and I'm like, oh wow, I don't know shit. So my takeaway is something I literally take every day. Like somebody teaches me something new. Every day. Well, I mean, Jeffrey, the only way you get better is by playing people that are better than you. Yeah, hundred percent. That always taught me. That's yeah, hundred percent better. Hundred yeah. percent. Just like it's the same concept too about being around people that are stars at what they do. Just like you said, same concept. But like, well, no, keep people around you that are starting a business and growing themselves and working on themselves. That's how I am. I will say, there are some people that talk like that. that don't know. Shit behind the bar. Oh yeah. fuck yeah! And I've it run is into those wild. Ones. It is wild. Absolutely. I will flat out tell you, I don't know. Explain that. I've been embarrassed the fuck out of people who Ooh. have done that to me. It's like, no, 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 my brother. You worked for a tiki bar in the Florida Keys, and it was called Keith's. That's it. Like, and also your your martinis came in plastic cups, so I don't fuck with you. Yeah. Like, I really fucking don't. There was but, one bartender who thought he was fucking hot shit who came into my bar one time. I was like, can I have a Harvey Wallbanger? And I'm like, what? He's like, <laughs> oh, I was just over at Islands, and he brought, like, two girls in. I'm like, so you work at Islands, and you think Harvey, a Harvey Wallbanger is a craft drink? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, no. Yeah, the hierarchy is some real shit. I yeah, love it. Yeah, and they think they're hot shit when they order something that's like bullshit that no one has ordered since 1962. Yeah, there's like, a reason. Oh, you don't have those ingredients? Like, yeah, no, no, no one, one does. orders that Because no one fucking orders it yeah. anymore. Like, Every <laughs> bar that has Galliano has the first bottle they ever ordered. Exactly, and the dust and isn't even dry. It's a three seven five, not even a seven fifty. <laughs> gonna say yes. Yo, and the, the the dust isn't even. It's not even dry anymore. You can't just blow it off. You have to wipe it That's off. That's a part of the bottle. Every single time, yeah, yeah. I gotta take like, like a bottle oh. rag and like wipe it off if someone orders some dumb <laughs> shit with Galliano. And I'm by like, the way, the dust is sticky because it's behind the bottles that and get used. Like vanilla liqueur that like oh. trailed off because no one who poured it knew how to pour it. That shit is a wax <laughs> candle at this. Point, man. It's Fuck disgusting. That's all it is. It's just disgusting. Bottom line. <laughs> just a Harvey Wallbanger. Have a shot of Malort than have a shot of Galliano. Here's your rum and coke, dude. Get, yeah. Keep it fucking pushing. I, I will not. Shit. I will not have a Chicago. That's my. Oof. You'll still hate it when you're in Chicago. Oh, I know. But at least I'll hate it in Chicago, like a true Chicagoan. 
Yeah. And then you have to go have Luminati's pizza. A what? A Chicago? That's what I call them. Chicago-in. I don't care what they call themselves. Chicago in. You're Chicago. Chicago. Chicagon? Chicagon. No. Chicagonos. <laughs> Jigga what? <laughs> Chicago what? Chicago. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. This has been a play. To the dreams that keep us breathing and the breaths that we take keep us to feeding. keep those dreams alive. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to them breaths. See y'all later. Cheers, guys. This is a lovely spread.